So you qualify. All right, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Shout out to all our supporters, man, our day one supporters, all, all of our um, all of the artists we had on on the podcast. I got started off with a little Leroy Cook, man. He just okay, re- okay. He just released a video um, a couple days ago. He released a video for this song called You Got Me, one of my favorite songs on this, on this album. Let's go. Baby, you're on fire. My soul it yearns for you. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of local shit today, man. When I look oh, at your yeah. body, I want to do something like to you. To, 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 to you. Oh, no matter where I go, I just can't leave you alone. Make sure you check out this video right now. Wrapped around your I gotta play a little Jastin Martin too, man. Shout out to Jastin Martin, friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Let's go. This song is called Houston too. Check out this video as well. Me when you touch down, you can hit me when you hit me when you. I think she playing the guitar too. If you fucking with me, hit me when you touch down, hit me when you touch down, hit me when you Happy Saturday, people. Hit me when you. Gotta go a little DND. Is that how you pronounce it? DND? It's Danday. 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 <laughs> I can I'm I'm terrible with names, man. Shout out to Denday. Another friend of the show. See, we support our local artists, man. I'm taking tickets in line, ticking this time. Timid, I trip on the loose in your line. Linen is fine as a sword. My pockets residue instead of proof of my time spent. I find lint, lint time, cause I heard love is timeless. But then again, why am I always broke? Every time that I decide to pay it forward, in return, I get a quote. Waited on you before. No gratitude or gratuity. You let's go. Only placing orders, never giving tips. Lip service, you just treat me like a servant with a list. And you spit off like a list. And I listen so intent. Perfect ain't even a quarter. I can put a present in it in the quarter. But I hope you see me trying. Behind closed doors, there's always fire in my eyes. And I don't plan on returning. With my hands empty at all. Silver platter regards. Kiss it to God and deal with the odds. Grace to all. Let's go. I ask when I jog back to the table at the proper preparation. So please with me be patient. I've been pacing back and forth. Try to peas and everybody in the herd. Change my recipe, adapt it. Now I'll make y'all eat your words. Yeah. I gotta go low Jack Freeman, man. 
Shout out to Jack Friedman, who still is not on Twitter, man. He's permanently gone. I'm surprised it took this long, man. He be saying some crazy stuff on there. <laughs> I think I've been drinking way too much, baby. I think I've been drinking way too much, too long. Make sure y'all check out Jack Freeman. He got some amazing music, man. I can't believe that you would say those things. Saturday, let's get it. Bloody Sing it, Rocket. Shout out to all the Houston artists, man. It's, it feel good I could actually do a mix of Houston artists and get people hip, man. And all of these people are friends of the show, man. Yep. So, yeah, shout out to the Houston artists, man. Shout out to um, Jastin Martin, Leroy Cook, um, Dendy. 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 I don't know why I can't get his name right. <laughs> Dendy and Jack Freeman. Shout out to all of them. Check their music out right now. Yes, check it out. Check it out. Remember, y'all heard it here first. We're trying to break new artists. We're trying to do our part to help break artists, man, because yeah. we, we generally have artists on that we fuck with. We don't just bring y'all any old nigga who asking to get on the podcast, <laughs> man. We have a very thorough search and uh, we only get people we, on. The shit, we got Corn Fairy over here when it comes to artists. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corn Fairy <Yeah>. over here. We, <laughs> we do our research, man. <laughs> No, we do. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't putting y'all on no whack motherfuckers, man. We we giving y'all the straight dope, uh, great artists who uh, haven't, haven't maybe hit mainstream yet, but we think they will soon. And y'all got to get on first because, you know, nobody wants to be a bandwagon fan. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to support local artists. Don't wait till you hear them on the radio. Support them. There's a lot of dope artists in Houston, so make sure y'all do y'all part as well. Yeah. Um, I got to hit up Leroy and see who that girl was in the video. Dog, man, hey, she's fine as shit. I'm a, <laughs> man, it's funny you said that. I'm going to read you this text I sent Leroy, man, because I, me, I think me and you, <laughs> I think we was on the same page. Yeah. So uh, he sent me the video. He sent me all the stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I said, my, my next text was, man, who is that girl? <laughs> and I did a whole bunch of I heart emojis. <laughs> and um, he was like, she is fire. And then he told me who she was. And I actually met her sister before. And I I, I figured out the girl might have been related to the girl I was thinking about because they look just alike. But this girl mm-hmm. is just thicker. And I'm like, um, I'm like, man, this this girl is thick, man. <laughs> 
So yeah, we was on the same page, but that girl looked good, man. <laughs> Damn. So what is like? Is she a model? Like, what is? Is just one of her his friends, or who is that? Is she single? Not, That's the main thing nigga needs to know. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> man. She might be single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck trying to find their IG. I don't, I don't know her IG, but nah, I'm, I'm gonna do some research, man. I'm gonna get the Jim and Juice <laughs> yeah. investigative team on this one. Corn Fairy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to do our damn research, man. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Welcome back to another exciting ep- episode of the Gems and Whoop. Well, I brought Jay Prince. Let the people know who the podcast is the Gems and Juice. <laughs> we are back at it. Another exciting week. Another. Week of things to break down. And me and Figgy just going to chop it up and just talk like we always do, man. So yeah. uh, first off, Figgy, man, welfare check. How you been? You get some stuffed wings I did, uh, on man. Thursday? I okay, did, okay. man. It, and that place was packed, bro. It, it was like super packed. Uh, me and my dude, Austin, we stood in line, um, got some stuffed wings. And, and this is the crazy part. So when I finally got up to the line, remember we talked about that uh, shy sauce. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, and I, let me do the, you know, five piece. I, I ain't want no fries this time because I was eating all throughout the tailgate. So I'm like, yeah, and um, get some si- shy sauce. He was like, oh, we out of it. Oh, guy, no. Like, oh, man. I'm like, damn, I'm like, it's all good. So um, I'm waiting in line for a minute. It's like the line is backed up, uh, orders. So I finally mm-hmm. got up to the front and I seen uh, our dude uh, Gerard or Jared. And, um, yeah, he was like, hey, Figgy, what's up, man? What's going on? I'm like, I'm good, good. And then he got me my order. He like, wait a minute. I got something for you. Uh-oh. He went in the back and got me a little cup of sh- uh, shy sauce. Ah, so there like, you go. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Shout out to uh, friend of the show, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. You got the gems and juice special, man. They yeah, hook you man. Up, as you should. Figgy Figgy should get the, uh, the hookups, man. Yeah, he man. Put on. So, he, um, yeah, he looked out for me, man. I, I, now, I appreciate that. <laughs> now, that's dope, man. That's dope. And um, y'all make sure y'all listen to our interview. We got uh, Jared from Stuffed Wings on our YouTube page. We talked to him earlier this week. Uh, he was, of course, at the NRG Stadium for the primetime Texans game, which we'll also get into at some point, <laughs> probably, sadly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was he was at the stadium doing his thing, selling stuffed wings. We talked about his whole journey and how he started and where the future is going for him is up and up. So make sure you all check that out on YouTube, on our, our uh, Gems and Juice YouTube page. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a good interview, good inspiring story, man. Definitely, mm-hmm. if you feel if you're trying to start your own business right now and feel like you're struggling, listen to his story, man. You gonna feel inspired, yeah, for sure. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all check that out. And shit, man, how you feel about your Browns beating the Texans? We ain't talk about oh, that yet. Oh yeah, the last time we did a pod, um, the Texans were what one and zero. Yeah, yeah, the future was bright. <laughs> And then uh, one fateful ga- half. They lost two games since the last time we did the I know, podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, ain't it? <laughs> no, it really is, man. It really is. And like I said, I, I believe I said it on the last podcast. I'm like, look, if Terod Taylor goes down, and we're pretty sure he's going to at some point, given his injury history, like it's going to be all downhill from here, man. Yeah. Uh, I'll give some credit to Davis Mills, though, man. Last game against his Thursday night game against the Panthers, he, he I mean, he did his best. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was, he improved and 
he's starting to look like an NFL quarterback. Um, but yeah, he's he's not to Rod Taylor. Yeah, and yeah, he's a rookie, ugly. man. He wasn't he wasn't even expected to play like that when yeah. he, when he got drafted. So yeah, but actually, I don't know. Well, fuck it. We'll talk about it now since we're already <laughs> on it. I mean, they had him play a lot during preseason. I mean, he played a lot with the ones. Uh, which kind of confused some people into thinking that he might actually have a shot at the starting position. But, of course, you know, he he had some bad moments in those preseason games. So they started Terod Taylor, of course. But I feel like, I mean, they know football, too. They know Terod. He was the second-string quarterback. And you know Terod probably going to go down with something at some point. Yeah. So I feel like this is low-key kind of what they wanted, man. Yeah. I know they want to win games as, you know, the head coach, of course, wants to win. But I, I keep thinking back to the draft day when Jack Easterby was losing his shit over drafting <laughs> Davis Mills in the third round. This dude, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, man, there's video of it, and he's super excited about it. Yeah, that strong guy's arm Yeah, shape. he's like, yeah. And I was like, dog, it's Davis Mills, man. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, I low-key feel like, this is part of the plan, man. They wanted him to start at some point this season. That's why, I mean, he should really be the third string quarterback. Yeah. They should have brought somebody else in, a veteran. There were yeah. several, I mean, fuck, say what you want about Cam Newton. He's better. Say what yeah. you want about who else is unsigned right now. RG3, man, fuck it. <laughs> like, he got to be better than Davis Mills at this point, a complete yeah. rookie. But, nah, they ain't bring nobody in or talk to anybody. They said... I feel like this is low key. They're playing. They wanted him and they yeah. want to get him. They want to use this as a test season yeah. to get I, him ready to be a quarterback. I, I think um I think they do want to see what he got. And if he do got something, then cool. They, you know, a quarterback situation solved. But if not, if he's not that good and they're not winning, they probably gonna have the first overall pick or or top three. So they could if it's if it don't work out, they could just move on. But I know Terod uh, Taylor, uh, I didn't expect him to get hurt this this quick. But, shit, it looked like they wasn't going to have no top no no top three pick the way he was playing. He was actually yeah. playing really good. I don't know if they would have just left him in the whole season. If they Let's say they were, like, um, at 500 type thing. If they was, like, maybe uh, a six or six or something like that, somewhere around there. Like, I wonder if they would have – you know, just let him play and, you know, be a pretty much an average team or will they try to trade him and get something for him if, if another quarterback got hurt? I mean, you can't – I don't think the Texans would blatantly tank in our face like that. Uh, we've yeah. never seen them do that. Yeah. So but, I but just don't see, think – But see, it would make sense if you had like a quarterback like Terod Taylor who, you know, has some value – if mm-hmm. you know, if you could get a third round pick for him or something like that, a fourth round pick for him. But you're saying they would trade him in the middle of the season when they're actually doing good and winning? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't see yeah. that happening, man. Really? Like that's neg- that's negligence, man. You can't do that as an I, NFL team. But I but see, I, I feel like they really wasn't I ain't gonna say they wasn't trying to win, but I feel like they trying to um they looking towards the future for sure. Oh, hundred percent. So I I think if a team went, uh, let's say uh, some team you know lost their quarterback and they need one, I can see them just going to Mills like, hey, you know, let's turn it over to Mills 
and you know let's get some for Tarad. And Tarad could go to to a play a, a a team that's possibly trying to get to the playoffs or something. I don't know. I just don't see that happening in the middle of the season. I feel like that could happen at the end. However, it ends. If they miss the playoffs, if they get it into the wild card game and lose, yeah, Tarod Taylor is probably only going to be here for a season. We yeah. we know that much. But I don't see that happening in the middle of the season. I think that would be just in your face type tanking. And, and plus, you have to realize that they're going to get rid of Deshaun Watson, so they're going to have multiple number one picks at some point. So they they know that as well. So I'm sure if it happens before the draft next year, then they're going to be picking in the first round regardless of if they you know, are the worst team in the league or not. They're going to have a top pick for whatever they get for Deshaun Watson. So I don't mm-hmm. know, man. Um, <laughs> it is tough. It's yeah. tough. We knew this year how, for the team was going to be tough. Let me ask you, how, how excited were you uh, during the Browns game when, you know, they had the Browns on the ropes <laughs> pretty much? Were you confident was, or you was kind of like, nah, this it ain't over yet? I mean, my my the fear in back of my head was that Terrell was going to get hurt. And the mm-hmm. way he got hurt was super dist- – like, it was a yeah. non-contact. He just pulled a hamstring or whatever happened, man. And it's yeah. like he didn't even get hit. Yeah. So that's what really worried me. But, nah, Terod Taylor surpassed my – like, I knew he was a good quarterback, and I knew he was going to be able to do some damage. But we didn't see him a lot in the preseason at all. So that had me worried that he was going to come in cold. But, yeah. nah, he thought – Look, man, I'm not going to say he was bearing Deshaun Watson, but I feel like he was a lot more efficient in the yeah. way he played, man, because Deshaun has those magical plays where he rolled out the pocket and hit somebody way downfield. And he also has them where he run out the pocket and throw an interception. Yeah. And I feel like uh, Terod was making the he was very efficient, man. So I'm mm. like, shit, we I mean, weak, weak division and you got the team playing like this, I'm thinking, shit, we probably going to finish first in the AFC South if he stays healthy. But, yeah, of yeah. course, that didn't happen. Yeah. But, see I, see, I thought about that, too, but I think that's kind of unfair because look at the coaching staff that was here last year. <laughs> and I, I think this coaching staff is better than the one last year. Yeah. So I, I think if Deshaun was, let's say, all this other bullshit didn't happen – and he was all in, and this was the same coaching staff. I think it would be a di- big difference in the offense. I don't think it would be a thing where you know it, it's still it, this ain't Bill O'Brien running the shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you know people like Pep Hamilton. I think that I think that should make a real big difference. And I think if Deshaun Watson was all in on this, I I, I think it I think the offense would move pretty smoothly, smoother than last year. I'm glad you brought that up, man, because we got to talk about this now, too, because my (laughs) man Mike Meltzer hit me up with this question. And I had to be honest, man. I had to be honest, but I want to know what you think first. Uh, In light of everything that's happened, let's for just for this uh, hypothetical, let's pretend like the sexual assault allegations aren't a factor right now. I know it's, you know, people don't people don't want to hear that. And I understand these are very serious allegations, all that stuff. And it, it, it goes way beyond football. But we're just talking from a football perspective right now. Uh, let's pretend somehow that that's not a factor that that didn't happen somehow. But Deshaun Watson's trade request still did happen. Is Deshaun Watson a quitter? Mm. <laughs> that's a good question, man. I. My first thought is, uh, 
I will pro to be honest, I would probably say no. Because um of course being in Houston, yeah, he a quitter because he quit he wanna get out get off the team and all that stuff, which is understandable. If you're a Houston fan, yeah, I understand you saying he quit and all this other stuff. But on the outside looking in, if you look in the way the organization is being ran and you look at other quarterbacks like Matt Stafford and shit like that, how his career ended up pretty much, how he was in Detroit for damn near 12 years, 11, 12 years and didn't even win a playoff game or didn't get that far. People on the outside looking in will understand why he want to leave, because it's like, man, I don't see that they they traded away all, all of my best pieces. They're not really doing much, so I want to get out of here. And they, you know, they got this guy who's still there that I don't I don't really like. So uh, I I feel like people outside of Houston will say that hey, that's that's smart on his part. Go somewhere where you want to win because. Clearly, they don't want to win, and you know, looking at the roster stuff that they, you know, did. But um, I guess as a fan, I kind of understand how people say he quit, because you know, as a fan, you looking at like, hey, you you need to be a part of the team, and you want to leave, and and then especially after the first game, we like, look, we doing good, and you don't even want to play for this team now. You look bad, so. Um, I, I get it from that point, but I, I can't say he a quitter, man. <laughs> I, I don't okay. think he a quitter. Yeah, I mean, quitter has such a negative connotation to it that I understand because when you say that, people bring up, well, he played a game with crack ribs and he drove a bus because he couldn't fly, but he was still – like, I, this has nothing to do with what he does on the football field. Yeah. Yeah, he's a warrior on the football field. He's not a quitter. I wouldn't say he's a quitter, but – I think he did quit on his team. Yeah. I, I have to say it now, man. And retro looking back and looking at what the team is going through now, I, I think he quit on his team. And I understand his frustration. I understand, yeah, you got somebody there you don't like. You don't like how you run the team. But I mean, he was an advocate for Bill O'Brien. And a mm -hmm. lot of the fucked up shit that happened with this team that put them in a shitty position was Bill O'Brien's fault. And he spoke up time and time again supporting Bill O'Brien. I don't know if it was all political because, I mean, he went above and beyond the political response in defending Bill O'Brien. They got rid of him, thankfully, before he could completely ruin the franchise <laughs> forever. And we're still like, because of what he did as GM, like the team is fucked for the next two seasons, at least, probably. But he's gone now. You yeah. bring in a GM who has a good reputation. He was with the Patriots making good moves. He's come here, done what he could to rebuild the roster. And yeah, like I said, you got Easterby here, but fucking you, you got a first time black coach who is a good guy. And mm -hmm. part of me feels a certain way about him putting this guy in his position being, you know, I feel the same way about James Harden, how he did as Steve Silas. Yeah. Still, how, I, I didn't like the fact that you got a, a first-time black quarterback or black head coach, yeah. you know, and it's very rare that they even get these spots. Yeah, especially for and this it, team. <laughs> exactly. I never thought they would get even a number one, a, a, black, a black quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. and then a black head coach. <laughs> yeah. So to put him in this position where he has to answer these questions because you don't want to be here anymore, 
I think that's shitty, man. I feel like if he had a long, I would understand it more if he was like an Aaron Rodgers. I feel mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers got space to complain about what the Packers have done. He won a Super Bowl for them, man. Yeah. He's been playing for what, 10 plus years now? He's a veteran in the game. Yeah. Deshaun Watson been what, four seasons so far? Yeah. He's still relatively new, man. I, I just, yeah. Looking back, I, and see, he, he quit on his team. I and, feel. and see, that's, and, and that's the part I, I, I totally get because, um, you know, if you look, uh, because a lot of people brung up Matt Stafford, a lot of people brung up even JJ Watt. But at least J.J. Watt uh, had blood, sweat, and tears throughout the yeah. years. So, you know, um, because you could, I mean, technically you could say he quit on the team too. He won it out. I think, um, but I think the thing that's kind of rubbing people the wrong way with Deshaun is he just signed a contract <laughs> almost yes. a year ago. Uh, the, the second largest contract in history. And now you won out. So it's like, damn, like that's. Fucked up. And I know he couldn't just, you know, play his contract out and leave because, you know, there's no way in hell a team doing that. that he going to get franchise tag and all that shit. But he just did that. So I think that's the part that's kind of rubbing people the wrong way. If it was, let's say if it was Matt Stafford and he wanted out four years in and, until his, you know, career, he signed a big deal and wanted out. I wonder how people would be acting um, mm-hmm. if that was the case. Because, look, we down in Houston. If we was looking at Detroit and this, you know, this shiny new quarterback who, you know, probably an MVP, MVP candidate is on a shitty team, we would be like, man, he got to get out of there. We won't be sitting there saying, hey, he need to stick it out or, or he a quitter or something like that. We'd be like, man, I wonder what the Texans can trade for him. We'd yes. be, be trying to find all type of destinations for him. So I think I I just think, you know, being a fan of the uh of the Texans, it hit a little different when, you know, the quarterback wanna leave, you know, this wonderful city. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we, we see it a lot, man, with you know, ain't nobody give a shit that uh, LeBron left the Cavs except for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was like, Oh, you know, people don't give a fuck about Cleveland like that. So a lot of people was cool with him going to L.A. or cool with him going to Miami. So I I think it just hit different if you're in that city and, you know, this superstar, wanna, he wants out. He's banging to get out. And um, I think if if the shoe was on the other foot, man, we'd be like, man, they need to trade him. Why they why they just sitting um, sitting them like that? The league mm-hmm. needs to step in. They, they, they shouldn't be able to pay him and he not play. They need to force the trade. People here be saying all type of shit if Deshaun was on Detroit and, you know, we was looking for a quarterback. So, uh, but anyway, I know I got off a little bit, but, um, yeah, I I totally get, you know, you know, if people feel like he quit. But I I just think, you know, as a, um, you know, somebody like him, I'm not in his camp or nothing, but if he feel like he – you know he can't play here anymore, and he'd rather be on another team. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess that's I guess that's quitting. But I mean, and to go to Miami, like what? How is a grass greener? Let's just say yeah. you want to go to a better city. I wish you just be but, honest and say, man, I don't fuck with Houston like that. I at least understand but, in that case. But, but see, I I kind of been thinking about this lately. 
a lot of stuff been going on in Houston when it came to him, when it came to him with the massages and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder at this point because he could have came back and you know tried to he could have came back during training camp and tried to work some stuff out and play. But I wonder if he just got to a point where he just want to start fresh. Like, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the city. You got Tony Busby, who pretty much the damn king of Houston, <laughs> low-key, when it comes to the, the uh, you know, the lawyers. He roaming around the city. I wonder if Deshaun just want to just go somewhere else, start fresh, and, you know, start over. I'm wondering if you feel like he know he, you know, he kind of fucked up a little bit and just want to, you know, he just want to start fresh at this point because I we all worked at a place where we was like, man, no matter what happened, this ain't working out. I just want to start fresh. I want to, you know, do something different. No, I agree. And I even told Mike this when we were talking. I'm like, look, I, I think the, the, the cases bring a lot into question now looking back. Why did he really want out? Did he know this was coming and and want to get ahead of it? Was he hoping he would get traded before this hit? So maybe it would take a little bit of the press off or I don't know. Uh, but but just going by what he was doing at that point, all the cryptic tweets, all the uh, 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 stuff he was just doing to, to see uh, the, the reports that were leaking out about his frustrations with the team. It's like it. it, it I don't know, man. It, it, now looking back, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Just seeing how this team is fighting. Yeah. You know, he has good friends. Charles Manahu, friend of the show, man. Good dude. He uh he he's busting his ass out on the field, man. Yeah. Terod Taylor is one of his good Terod friends. Terod Taylor, yeah. A lot of people yeah. he fucks with are are hey, they know this team's is in a shitty situation, but they're still fighting, man. And mm-hmm. Deshaun was the leader. He was the leader of this team, man. And yeah. he, he says he wants that. Like I said, now, because that's why I prefaced it by saying, let's pretend those uh, allegations, allegations aren't a factor because yeah. I, that changes everything, man. And I yeah. think 100% it's possible that he knew this was coming. And that's why he wanted out. Yeah. And he kind of framed it as, I just hate this team now. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, so let, me, let me ask you this. If, um, let's say... the. Uh, I'm trying to think how to say this. I I, I kind of lost what I was about to say. If if it's it come back, I'm yeah. Oh shit, I forgot what I was about to say. It's all uh, good, man. That, that's all right. That, that could be our segment of Texas radio for now. I know <laughs> <laughs> some people outside of Houston might be like, "Why are these niggas talk about <laughs> Texans so much?" No, nah. nah, it, it, it's kind of interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. This is what I was gonna say. Let's say um. The situation happened without the, you know, sexual assault cases. Do you feel like the Texans should have did a little more to kind of get in communication with them? Because it seemed like uh, I know Deshaun was in Cabo or whatever. He yeah, was he at. went on vacation, man. Yeah, and, and wasn't answering calls. But I felt like they, I feel like Aaron Rodgers somewhat did the same shit. And you see that whole organization jump on the plane to to go where he was at type thing to try to fix it or fix whatever. You know what I mean, do you feel like it could have helped if the Texans tried to you know try to go at him a little more instead of just like a phone call and then oh well he ain't answering and that's it. Well, we don't know to what extent the team did anything. Um. Yeah. I. I, I guess it. It would have leaked if they actually flew to go see him or something like that. Somebody yeah, would have probably reported be, that. 
But yeah. I also feel I gotta be real, man. I feel like there's a media, and this is weird to say because usually we see it go the other way around when it concerns black athletes and black people, period. Yeah. But I feel like the media is on Deshaun's side in a way. If oh, that makes any sense. Yeah, one no, one hundred percent. They the media want Deshaun traded. And yes. they they want him on another team. And I feel I take it a step further. I feel like the NFL that's why they're not stepping in like that. I, I know they're trying to see what goes on, but they could have easily stepped in and, you know, kind of covered the Texans' butt. But yeah, they, put them on the exempt list, but they yeah, won't. They, they like, want to nope. put some pressure on them. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah. So now they like, hey, you know, let's see what y'all going to do. And so you actually got a quarterback that's, you know, making $10 million a year, uh, a star yeah. quarterback, inactive. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it would depend on what Deshaun Watson's complaints actually are. All we know is what the rumors we've heard. He was upset about not being involved in a GM search, but the, they already knew they were going to get this guy, man. Yeah. So that I don't see why that will be a factor. Like, what input could Deshaun have had on the GM search? Like, they already knew the guy they wanted to get. I'm sure he probably knew the guy they wanted to get, and they got him. So... Yeah. I don't understand that. Maybe the the head coach thing, but then he he quit on the team before the, the head coach search before, even really started. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't even think that was like the main thing where it's like, hey, he hired this GM, I'm done because players don't really care about the GM. He got pay, exactly. He got paid already. So why is he you know worried about what GM they gonna hire? Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly, man, I think it's just you know they. You know, they kind of they they got rid of Bill O'Brien. And this is another thing uh, I feel like nobody really said nothing about. I wonder, was he okay with them firing Bill O'Brien? If he wasn't, then there's a bigger problem going on than. Yeah, I wonder if he was saying in that. Yeah, I wonder if he was just like, man, that you know, that was my coach. They they got even though Bill O'Brien got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. I wonder if he was still like, man, they got rid of my coach, and they they still got this dude Jack East to be here, so I'm I'm out because the, I think JJ is was out because for the simple fact that Jack was still there. I think I think at that point because I think he I think he would have at least entertained Stan. I don't think for, so. I think for the simple fact that you know they they look like they rebuilding and they keeping this dude here that clearly he didn't really care for. I think that was like nah, I'm you know I'm out <laughs> type thing. I mean, I don't I don't really think so. I don't know how JJ feels about Jack East B. He probably feels the same way most people do and think he's kind of a weirdo. But I don't think that was really a factor. I just think he knew that this team was rebuilding. He said in press conferences, "I'm not here for a rebuild. I'm at the end of my career," and he just saw it like that. Like no matter if they got rid of Jack Easterby. You know, the team is not going to be good because of what Bill O'Brien did. So the way all your draft picks. So they're, they're going to be struggling for a while. And he knew that. That's why he wanted out because he's at the end of his career. I mean, he deserves a, one shot at getting the championship. It'll but, hurt if he but, gets one. But see, but see, I was all good with that. But he, he went to Arizona. I ain't here. They're Arizo- a good team. They wasn't no Super Bowl contender. <laughs> Last mean, time I heard. Not when, they, no. not, not when he signed with them. They look good this year, right now. But we we thought he was going to Green Bay. We was throwing out Pittsburgh. 
We was throwing all these like historical. I, I would teams put that, them in the same level currently. The so, Packers, so when the he, Steelers. So when he signed with Arizona, you you felt like he Arizona was just as good or better than Green Bay. I feel like they had a much Green Bay. I mean, they did. Arizona pretty, wasn't even on the radar. Of that people. they didn't make the playoffs last year. Fair enough. Yeah, and but, they in I the mean, tough division. <laughs> Fair enough, but they have a good quarterback. They have uh, and, and probably he was recruited by DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, see, I, but see, I, I I was all in with him going to like a you know Super Bowl contender. We even threw out Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. but um, clearly he went to Arizona. He got he got way more money than we all. Yeah, expected. that probably factored too. So at that point, I'm just like, man, I felt like he just didn't even want to. You know, he ain't even want no parts of that. Because that because Arizona, that ain't no guaranteed Super Bowl. Be, they're a good yeah. team, but that's not a that's not like a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I'm, well, that, I mean, they're they're in the mix. Like they're they're a good team, man. And I feel like, yeah, if you name, I can't name a whole lot of teams better than the Cardinals. Honestly, like you can name a few that are probably on the same level. Few, of course, Tampa Bay is the easiest pick. If you have yeah. to pick some a team that's going to compete for a Super Bowl, but I mean, I think they're a good team. They have a good quarterback who's improving every season, seem like. And like I said, he, I mean, I think DeAndre Hopkins talked to him and and sold him on it. So I feel like there's a lot of factors there, but I don't know, man. Yeah. We, we could speculate all that. We don't. We don't really know why he chose it, but yeah. I do think they're. We all know they're a much better team than the Texans, and that's what he was mainly looking for. So, yeah. Uh, that that being said, we'll see how the rest of the season goes, man. I'm yeah, not too optimistic. It's, it's, it's gonna be a long season, man. Oh, that, shoot, this them seats the, the was empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody was there. We're talking about this before the podcast, man. I don't think if you ask the average person on the street, they don't they can't name two current Houston Texans. Yeah, I feel like that would be a stretch. And mm-hmm. before everybody, even if you didn't watch football, you knew Deshaun Watson, you knew J.J. Watt, you knew DeAndre Hopkins, you knew Andre Johnson. Yeah. Even if you didn't watch football, that yeah. much, you, you knew, knew these J.J. People. Watt. Yeah. yeah. My wife knew who J.J. Watt was, but never everybody really. knew who J.J. Watt was. Everybody knew who Deshaun Watson was. And now do people know who Terod Taylor is? Like we as football fans do. Yeah. Do people know who Brandon Cooks is? Been in the league for a while, yes. But like I said, if you're a football fan, you know him. <laughs> if you're not, then there's no name. There's no name brand. There's no big names on the team. And yeah, that that stadium was empty on Thursday, man. I saw it, and I was wondering if people were just gonna come late because it was like 20 minutes before the game started, and there was nobody in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit, maybe they're just taking a long time. And it eventually got a little more. Still, but yeah, it was it was it was bad, man. Yeah, bad look. But yeah. here's what it is: rebuild years are always tough, man. Yeah, let's see how things go. At least you got the Browns to back up on, man. At least you got two teams. Me, yeah, I'm stuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it still suck, man. Because like, even though I, I I am rooting for the Browns, I still it like people don't realize this. People, you know, working for sit stand people. Feel like that um, we like to be negative or like the team to be bad. It is miserable covering a bad team. <laughs> so, so you know, even though you know they might be bashing the team a little more than uh, uh, an average, uh, average fan want them to, 
Don't nobody want to sit there and break down a game, an awful game like that, man. We we want to come in and celebrate and talk yeah. about the wins and play the highlights. You don't want to go through all this stuff all year like this. Like that, it's it's not fun at all, man. And I I, I feel safe speaking for all of these guys that work that's on there. They don't like covering a bad team like this. <laughs> they they root for the team all the time. They want the team to win. It felt it, it honestly felt good when they beat Jacksonville. It was good going in, even though it was Jacksonville. It felt good coming in that Monday morning. Like, hey, we want to know. <laughs> you know, they, they look good. It wasn't a fluke win. But, it, it, yeah, it, it sucked, man. <laughs> yeah, people always say that about radio. Like, oh, I bet this Deshaun Watson stuff is good for your ratings, huh? And it's like only currently like that's yeah. not once he's gone then what else is there like of yeah. course they did not want this to happen to Sean Watson they and, want him to keep playing and, and don't nobody want to talk about this all the time exactly man. like if it was a personal podcast like, we can we don't have to talk about that we could mm-hmm. just move, but working in you know uh you know for this station you you know you got to break down everything that's happening with any player <laughs> so you can't just not talk about it so yeah. and, and they don't want to sit there and talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, man, it's tough. People keep people always bring that up, talking about how we're secretly glad that shit is like this, and like, no, we're not. Man, we much rather be covering a good football yeah. team, even if ratings aren't as good. Because I mean, fuck it, at least you you can talk about something in good spirits and not yeah. be fucking. And, and plus, they had a quarterback, man. It was a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and now it's just you know all of this shit happening and it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got one more thing to ask you before we get off of this. Mm-hmm. How do you think? Let's say uh, Deshaun never asked for a trade, and all of, all of these um, cases come out come out of nowhere. The women. Do you feel? How do you feel people will be supporting him here in Houston? Do you think he'll have way more support, or if, yes, or you you know you'll still have the people that's like, nah, get him off my team type thing. I think he'd have way more support. Um, I, I have to say it. I feel like most men and like, look, we we've talked about this on a podcast a lot of times. It's always different when it's one of your favorites. Yeah. You know, it's always different when, when it's like one of your music. faves involved. Yes. We're talking about, we're going to talk about that with Nicki Minaj and all them, too. It's always different when it's one of your faves involved. Mm-hmm. And definitely. I mean, look, football is a male dominated fan sport. Like, we just care about the football generally. I mean, there's been a lot of scumbags that played football that niggas have cheered for because <laughs> they're good on the football field, yeah. man. Let's be real about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, th- he would definitely have way more support. Yeah. Um, and I think he still has support. Yeah, he there do. are still people who want him to play for the Texans, even though he's made it very clear he's not going to. Yes. <laughs> so uh, shout out to Larry and Stafford <laughs> leading the charge. Man, the, the day we trade him, man, we got to have him on just to. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear what he got to say. Yeah, he's going to lose his mind. <laughs> yeah, we might get canceled for that podcast. And they'll have to censor it out or something. I, I, I don't know. coach him up like, hey, yeah, I know yeah. this is a podcast, but. Don't say these bitches lie. Lying. Don't say nothing like that. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man. Yeah, I think he would definitely have way more support in the city. But the fact that he already said he don't want to be here and he's still, according to Ed Werder, still don't want to be here and will sit next season, too, if they pay him. 
Like I mean, people tired of this dude now, man. They they want him gone. I feel at this point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So sucks to say it, man. Sucks to. Yeah. I guess we will never have the Sean Watson on James Dudes podcast, man. Unfortunate. Yeah, unless he's in another uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't see it happen at this point. Oh, speaking of which, since we are a hip hop podcast, uh, have you seen his girlfriend's music video? I'm glad you said that. Did you? Did you see it? <laughs> I saw like I, uh, about a good minute of it, I and was, I cut it off. I was hoping you didn't see it. Because I was gonna, play, I was gonna play it for you and have you rate it. <laughs> nah, fuck it, play it anyway. I forgot how it sounds, man. I only listened to a little bit of it. <laughs> Let me play it real quick. But uh... <laughs> I, I, I will, I will say this. I will say all her freak talk and sexy outfits don't hit the same. Knowing that he had to go out to get his freak on. Like, I don't think she was holding it down like she was supposed to. So, nah, she can't sell me on this sexual image. I don't believe she was putting it down in the bedroom like that. But anyway, I digress. Let's hear the music. All you bitches is dead. I heard nothing you said. And your man is a fed. Open the bag so you could close up your legs. I was getting the bread. I was calling the bank. Told them I'm on the way. Been a real good month. I need a whole new safe. Be a real good nigga. I'll put You look like you liking this, man. I just killed that. I mean, it ain't bad. And she look good, man. She look good in the video. I have to say, she do look good in the video. He your nigga for the night. Offshore money. Big whips on side, lay flat seats when I sleep on a flight, on a flight, on a flight. Get it right. He in love with me, but he your nigga for the night. Offshore money, big whips on side. Okay, 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 okay. You can cut that shit off now. I don't look, man. Objectively, if we didn't know this was Deshaun Watson's girlfriend, and somebody just played it to you and said, "Hey, this is a new rapper coming up." You would say that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I I made that clear. I was talking about it, um, you know, um, behind the scenes. I guess was mm-hmm. saying how you know it don't sound bad. You know what I mean, it don't sound bad at all. If it was like Cardi B, I would be like, okay, okay, that's you know that's cool. But it seemed like it don't match her image to me. I didn't even know she rapped. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody did. <laughs> yeah, man. she never posted nothing before. Yeah, so uh, she did post something, you know, being in front of a microphone, and I'm just like, what the fuck is she doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought she was just, you know, Instagram model, you know, entrepreneur type thing, and then she mentioned how she, you know, got to get back to her roots. I'm like, Roots, what the... Like, I hope she sing. I hope she, you know, sing. I hope she not rapping. And I actually went back to some old music, and she was kind of sing rapping a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh. But, um, yeah, I just... It, it seemed like it just don't fit her image, man. If you look at her image on Instagram, it seemed like she's shouldn't be rapping to me. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, she don't come across as... Her lyrics don't match her image, I don't think, either. Mm. It's more like whole rap or something like I said, if, like you said, if Cardi B said it, it would kind of more fit her. Yeah. But I mean, it don't she don't really be posting sexual images like that. Like yeah, she just be, or talk about, you know, your niggas are fed and Yeah. Yeah. Just, she seemed a little more bougie yeah. in real life than that. Yeah. Like 
She don't seem like she grew up in the hood. Uh, exactly. I, I, I would I would like this if it was like city girls or something because yeah, it seemed like city. Well, clearly JT lived that life because she mm-hmm. did time for scamming, <laughs> but um, it would make sense if it was you know somebody like them. But it's it's like I didn't even think she did music, man. I thought she was just like a you know pretty little Instagram model who you know, you know mm-hmm. she had a cookbook and you know doing little shit like that. I just, I don't know. I just ain't expect her to be rapping. It, it, it kind of feel like sample. if Aisha Curry put out a rap song, man, it would feel yes. weird. I'm not saying she is Aisha. She ain't that corny. But <laughs> it would kind of feel like if Aisha put a, a rap song out and it sounded like this, it, yeah. it just wouldn't sync up, man. Yeah. Do you think this is a um, kind of a, um, I want to say warning sign or bad sign, but it seemed like, it seemed like, she kind of going backwards a little bit. Like, it, I felt like she could be doing so much other stuff. Rap, to me, rap is like at the bottom. If you're trying to be a rapper, that's at the bottom to me because you don't you don't really make that much money being a rapper. But it seemed like she trying to get back into to mute the music and she could be making money doing other shit outside of music, which is way harder. And, um... Yeah, and it's not that. And what 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 can as a Instagram model mainly? What can she do outside of music? She that would be, get her a lot th- more money. I think she could be trying to. Uh, I I think th- I, this is my little theory too on this um, on her music career. I feel like she's trying to somehow get on love and hip hop. Maybe. I, yeah, I, but um, anyway, I I feel like you know somebody like her will be trying to push to get her own show. Even if it's like on some type of um, reality show or something like that, I felt like that's probably the number one goal. And we we seen it. it, it it's kind of successful, man. You see a lot of chicks that you have no idea what they do, and mm-hmm. they you know they end up with a show and they end up blowing up. So um, I, I feel like that would be more the goal instead of going back to be a rapper, unless she's trying to get on Love and Hip Hop or something. I mean, she could do both at the same time. It don't take a long time to rap, especially if you probably got somebody else doing your lyrics. I don't know. You know, it's, it feels to me like she probably got some kind of ghostwriter writing her shit. And I mean, somebody like she just go in a studio for an hour, cut a yeah. song, do a video shoot for a day. I mean, I don't take a whole lot of time. And I guess she's trying to increase her profile to I mean, that video had a lot of comments, a lot of. I can't call them dick riders, but a lot of Jilly fans, stands. I didn't know she even had stands. Yeah. But she had a lot of people commenting saying it's a fire video. Oh, it's so good. I don't know if these were paid people or bots or what, but now they lift some comments uh, up, man. I think so, Yeah, it could be. Could be. <laughs> could be. But no, I mean, I think she's just trying to increase her profile. I mean, I think Cardi B gave all these women a dream. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the thing that that proves that you can just get on from being Instagram famous. Yeah. And if you rap and drop a hit, everybody like you could blow up. So I don't know, man. But <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I like I said, people are being very hard. And so I don't think it's terrible. <laughs> you know, it's just a fact that, you know, who it is. You, you yeah. know, it's the Sean Watson's girlfriend. You know, it's a woman who's kind of famous for dating athletes and posting on Instagram. So just just that. Makes it kind of corny, but I don't think the song itself is bad, man. People are over exaggerating its badness. Yeah, I'll it, say that it, much. Yeah, it just like I said, it just caught me off guard because I did not think she was a rapper. 
and would be rapping like this. It's like, oh, look. It's kind of, we talked about it before, how, you know, our favorite Instagram models, we like them when they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like them to just post sexy shit and, you know, kind of keep it moving a little bit. But once they start trying to get political or they trying to yeah. they try to weigh in on um, the trending topic and they start talking more, it's just like, uh, like I don't want to, you know, it, it's kind of a turn off a little bit. And I mean, I, that's really true for all entertainers. I mean, rappers, celebrities, actors, I could do with all of them shutting up. Yeah, that's <laughs> at true. At this point. <laughs> that's true. I think they all talk too much, man. <laughs> uh, niggas gonna say we talk too much, too, but fuck it, we have a podcast. We're supposed to talk, niggas. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess that's our music review. <laughs> yeah. I, I, did, I did listen. Uh, or Do you think it's qualified or pig pen? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Don't say nothing. I ain't gonna put you on the spot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, fuck it. I, I I gotta say, pig pen, just because we gotta <laughs> pig pen mentality. We gotta protect the integrity of the podcast. We can't yeah. say a, a Jilly song is qualified. <laughs> so we, I, I had to say it's pig pen. But I, like I said, I don't think it's as bad. People are acting like it is. Yeah, it's not like what the fuck is this? Turn this shit yeah. off, bad. And we heard yeah. some what the fuck is this turning shit. Yes, back. very recently, in fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not that. But like I said, it just seemed weird that she's doing rapping about that. She, yeah. yeah. And like I said, I, I know she, you know, dated some athletes and stuff like that. But she, for some reason, she, she seemed kind of a little classy to me, where mm-hmm. she probably don't even do music. I didn't even think she did music. She, you know, I think she had her own perfume and all type of shit like that. So it's just weird that she kind of going back to rap. It's like, damn, if you got your own perfume, you, you know, doing shit like that. I I would think you, you know, be kind of stepping away from rapping. But I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, it's just me. (laughs) Hey, man, she dropped her OnlyFans. Are you subscribing? Nah. No, okay. I, uh, <laughs> I'll get the leaks though. I'm yeah. gonna be on the lookout. I'll, Somebody uh, gonna pay uh, for uh, it. Uh, and we're gonna see, be like, hey. hey, send it to me. <laughs> well, yep, <know>. yep. <laughs> <laughs> she cool. She got the Sean Watson. So she, yep, she cool. Yep. I don't know. Do y'all do you think that's gonna last? You think she's gonna stand by him? I think it's gonna last. I, oh, 100 percent Because she could have been gone during all of this. But no, nah, she true. she gonna she gonna ride it out until. But he's still getting paid, so you got to keep that in mind too. Yeah, ten some a game. Yeah, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. to chill out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She gonna ride. She gonna ride that pony till it's gone. Because who else? I mean, I don't know. I, I ain't gonna say who else can she get that's you know make more than him. She probably mm-hmm. she probably could get anybody, but. She, she got, Do you think? Wait, a big okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Somebody bigger, I, bigger as far as like money wise. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now it's time for the ultimate conspiracy theory. Uh oh. Oh shit. Do you think? Yeah, play play the conspiracy. <laughs> play the expo. Play whatever you got, man. Uh, now we got to ask this because I honestly I never said this out loud, but it's always been in the back of my mind. As to because when Deshaun Watson announced his first the trade request, it really came out of nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he has a no trade clause means he can effectively pick where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talked about how he loves Houston and he wants to be here, win a championship. Just a year ago, he said these things. 
and now suddenly he wants out. Do you think that Jilly is the real reason why Deshaun Watson wants to leave Houston and in particular go to a place like Miami? Yeah. Being as how I'm sure she wants to further her career and doesn't want to be stuck in Houston. Like we talked about on the podcast, man. A lot of people in Houston feel like they got to go outside of Houston. And she's from Houston too. Yeah, she's from here. And a lot of people from here think they got to go to Miami, think they got to go to Atlanta. They got to go to a L.A. They love L.A. too. They yeah. got to go to a bigger city yeah. to get on like that. Do, maybe, does she feel like she got to go to a new place too? Does she want I, Deshaun Watson to come too? Is like, she the reason why he wants to leave? I feel like she is influencing him. She's part of it too. I ain't gonna say that he want to leave because only because of her, but I think, I think the definitely the locations are you know influenced by her because what like I know Miami might be all right if they get a quarterback, but like I I don't know like why Miami? That's the part I don't get. I don't think Miami would be a Super Bowl contender if he go there. Nope. So I just yeah I just didn't understand that. But yeah, I think she got a lot to do with that. It's Miami, and they remember at one point it was the Jets. Yes. Yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck is the Jets doing, man? <laughs> like who the fuck want to go to the Jets? So it just it didn't make no sense to me, man. <laughs> I thought about this, man, because yeah, like I said, Deshaun Watson loved the city. He talked to all this stuff about wanting to stay here. <laughs> but who knows what Jilly thinks? You yeah. know, I know she has bigger career aspirations. Maybe she said, hey, if you don't get traded, I'm moving. <laughs> 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 and we just going to see each other when we see each other. And Deshaun Watson said, hey, wait, babe, we going to make it work. I'm going to force my I way out. We don't that, go to man. Miami. Look, man, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun is young. We've <laughs> all done dumb things for pussy. Let's be real. Yeah. He's what, 22 years old? 25 Shit. i want to say like 25 yeah well yeah he's older than 25 that. he's yeah. been there for a minute 25 <laughs> years okay he's kind of old but <laughs> in nfl years at least but i mean we've all done dumb shit for pussy yeah. i feel like this is the first time he's had a, a girlfriend on this level <laughs> so i mean look man i think it's possible it's i think it's very probable but, actually but see to me i will be i will understand it if he wasn't like the the main breadwinner. If he was making all right money and she was making probably close to what he makes or a little more, then I will understand that. It's like, all right, I, I get I get it. But he's like the breadwinner by uh, by 250 million. Yeah. And it's like, damn, like you so you trying to get traded because of you know somebody that uh, because of her? It's like I she, mean, he, she she should be kind of following him a little bit. You know what I mean? But so he don't get that money no matter where he goes. That's the thing. So he has, I'm sure she's looking at it like, look, what does this do for me? You know, he, she she wants her own bag. And she feels <laughs> like she can't get it in Houston. But, but, no, I get that. But it's just kind of funny to hear, you know, if she was like, you know what? If you don't get traded there, I'm gone. <laughs> Like girl, you ain't leaving, man. <laughs> like if we if we got to play up in fucking um, Montana or Green Bay, Green Bay or some shit. 
Bitch, your ass gonna be right there. We just gonna be catching the uh, the uh, the PJs back and forth. You you think she would stay if he went to fucking Arizona? Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. She ain't leave. She ain't leaving Deshaun Watson because he, you know, if he go to Arizona or some shit, she'll be right there. I don't know about that, man. I know how you like. like I said this it's, is all speculation, yeah, so we can get off it in a minute. It's two hundred fifty million, man. You you mean to tell me she gonna leave a nigga that got that got two hundred fifty million <laughs> because he playing in Arizona? <laughs> because ain't, I would, ain't, ain't like they gonna be living in a shitty house or nothing, it, you know. But I, I yeah, I don't think I don't think that's the end all be all. But if it was, that would be I would lose a lot of respect for Deshaun if no hundred percent. If she held him up like that. You got to keep in mind, man, all these athletes fuck around the same circle of women. And once you win there, you win there. Yeah. So, you know, if she leave Deshaun, she instantly going to get with another big time rapper or athlete. But because that's just how they operate. But so it's, I'm it's, sure not, it's think- not Deshaun, though. Deshaun, I mean, Deshaun got a lot that as far as that contract. She ain't going to get with a rapper unless it's Drake or something. She ain't gonna get with a rapper or or an athlete that's that got two hundred fifty million dollar contract. So I think I think that I think she just found the diamond in the rough, and she can't just let that go. This ain't no regular, you know, nigga, uh, a regular nigga off the bench <laughs> in the NBA type shit. This is a damn near a top five quarterback, and. Yeah, yeah, she can't. She can leave him for a lot of shit. I wouldn't even blame her if she left him because of this allegation shit. But if she leave him or threaten to leave him because he, if he want to go or get traded to Arizona or some shit like that, that that would be wild. <laughs> she 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 got to be confident in herself if she did some shit like that. I don't know, man. I just say I wouldn't put it past. These women are different these days, man. These women yeah. are different these days. So <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. And I think, yeah, I think at the very least it's a factor. Because like I said, yeah. even if you look at the Easter Beat thing, I just feel like Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's comments a year ago and then his trade request suddenly, like I said, unless it was just for the sexual assault stuff, I feel like definitely she played a role in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And as this music video kind of proves it, like she's trying to be a rapper, like we've had rappers on from Houston talk about how the, the community don't support their own. You got to go somewhere else to get on. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's and possible. Th- and then even look at the places he wanted to go. Miami. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it was Miami, L.A. Uh, I can't remember another one. Or not L.A. I don't think it was L.A. I think somebody else did. Yeah. I, I think it, if they if the Rams didn't get um, Matt Stafford, I think they, I think he probably would have threw out L.A. at yeah. some point. But it was New York, L.A., Miami. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's all speculation. Of course, we have yeah. no inside information. We're just chopping and, and talking shit like we always do. Uh, I feel like we were on the Breakfast Club with Angela Lee with that last segment. But yeah, <laughs> it's all good, man. Fuck, yeah. we kick around every we we kick around theories here, man. You know what we do. Yeah. Real quick, uh, since we was talking about music, I did check out uh, West Side's Gun. West Side Gun. He he released a part two to his album. Yeah, um, B side. I think. Yeah, B side. 
And um, it's called Hitler Wears uh, Hermes. Is it Herms? Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. Eight. Um, so, uh, he released the B-side to it. And it's actually pretty good, man. I know I say that about every Griselda project, but mm-hmm. the features on here, the stuff was really good on here. They had, um, um, shit, uh, God damn it. What what the hell is his name? Uh, shit, I, I can't remember his name. But he has some pretty good features on there. He said J Electronica, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had him on there. And, um, yeah, man, it, it it sound really good, man. I encourage everybody, if you're a hip-hop fan, check it out. I think Tab might like this one because there's some drums mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like the other project. This one actually has some drums in it. And, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm not even finished with this project yet. It was, um, I, I ended up getting stuck on one song and kept playing it. It's a song. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, it's a song called Best Dressed Demons. And um, it's actually pretty good. I don't know who it is. I don't know who is on the um hook, but um, yeah, it, it's it's dope, man. Check it out. I ain't gonna spoil it. Just check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out too, man. I meant to actually check that out this week. Um, yeah, I heard it was fire, man. The feature list looked legit, so I'm gonna definitely check that out this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess yeah. we would say, or you would say, it's qualified. So. Yeah, yeah, worry about, but I had to switch up everything. Qualify. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, everybody, check out that new West Side Gun. I'm gonna check it out this weekend as well. Um, with that said, I guess we'll get into some topics, man. Since we're already on the topic of football, and people outside of Houston probably already turn off this podcast at this point. <laughs> we gonna keep it Houston centric, man, and talk about some controversy going on in the NFL world. A lot of Houston fans are mad because the Tennessee Titans, who of course were formerly the Houston Oilers before they moved controversially, uh, they are having a Oilers appreciation week or Oilers love tribute week. <laughs> love you blue week or whatever the fuck they're calling it <laughs> is a tribute week to the Houston Oilers. I don't think they're wearing the throwback uniforms, but uh, they're basically just doing a whole lot of tributes to the Houston Oilers. They changed their Twitter icon to the oil Derek. Uh, and people are upset in Houston, man. They 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 in their feelings talking about how y'all shouldn't have that history. Um, and it's really Houston's and y'all stole the team from us and yada, yada, yada. Uh, how do you feel? About, I know you're not from Houston, so I actually want to know your opinion on this, man, because I think we're, we as Houston people are biased. Yeah. But you you being from Cleveland, I feel like you can be more neutral and objective. So what do you think about this, man? Do you think the fans are being a little overdramatic or do you think they have a point about, you know, their history being stolen? No, I think they got I, I think they got a point, man. I think how it all went down uh, with them losing their team. Uh, what's the name? Bud Adams moving the team. Yeah. I think it's already shady when somebody move a team like that. Like I don't care who you are. They moved the Browns and people was pissed about that. But um I I think it was really fucked up that they didn't let the city keep their history. Because um they moved to Tennessee. It was the Tennessee Oilers for like one year, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then it changed to the uh the Titans. But I I felt like they should have kept the history in Houston, man. I don't know what type of paperwork they worked out or what, but uh, for the simple fact that 
the city of Houston couldn't keep that Houston Oilers history. I, I think it was really fucked up, and, um, and it's still a lot of it's still a lot of Oilers fans here that you know fuck with the Texans who are diehard Texans fans, and I think once they brought the Texans here, I, I think they should have uh, they they should have been able to go back to the Oilers. To me, I know I, like I don't know I don't know what's what's what with the paperwork and all that shit, but. It, it, it was it's kind of fucked up that you know a team like that could just take the name and and the team and move on and then not even use the name anymore so they they pretty much just got the name and all the history and the fucking addict and just not doing nothing with it and I'm kind of shocked they actually you know promoting it right now I don't know what made them do it but they actually rolling with it now and it don't even make sense because I feel like most of the Tennessee Titan fans, they didn't give a shit about the Houston Oilers or the, or probably didn't even know nothing about it. So um, to me, it just it just don't make any sense. And it's a little confusing because you got people like Warren Moon, Moon you got um, Robert Brazil, who <laughs> fucking with the Titans. They supporting the Titans. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, damn, y'all never even played for the Titans. So it it, it kind of don't make sense. It's kind of like, just imagine the Baltimore Ravens bringing out Jim Brown, or bringing out certain players that never played for the organization before. It 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 just don't make sense. And even from a you know Tennessee Titan point of view, what I mean, what's the payoff of doing something like that? And you know, you're only pleasing the um the Titan fans that were Oilers fans. Which is probably not that you know, not that. It's many. significant. I think it's significant. A lot of people did follow the team when yeah. they moved. So yeah. yeah, but it just I don't know. It just I I feel like over in the city of uh, Nashville, I don't know if it's a whole bunch of people that's like, yeah, love your blue, and you know, I I don't know if it's that many people. You, of course, you got the old school people, but. I don't know. It just it just seemed kind of strange to me, man. That um, I feel bad for the people in Houston who, you know, don't really support the Titans. Got to sit there and watch that, man. It's like, damn, like that that was our team. That team moved away. Now we we finally got another team back, and and we can't, you know, we can't even um, support the the Houston Oilers with with a Houston team. So it, it it's it's kind of sad, and I wish they could have worked something out where they kept that history. Yeah, it is sad, man, and especially because you associate that those logos with Houston. You know that shit still gets worn today, man. You got Paul Wall with a Oilers slab and shit like that. People wear the Oilers hat here; they wear the because it's a classic logo, yeah. man, and the blue is so cool. That it just looks good, man. No hate against the Texans, but their merch just ain't slapping like that, man. Let's be real. Yeah, the the logo ain't slapped like that. The color ain't slapped like that. Uh, the Oilers shit is just classic, man. It's just and, a and cool. Even oil. if you never watch the Oilers, Texas oil. Yeah, I mean, it, it all makes sense. It's a it's a Texas thing. You don't you don't really hear nothing about oil in Tennessee. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they thing. got in Tennessee, but yeah, I, on one end, I do one hundred percent agree. Yeah, it, it sucks that they have to they're they're doing this in our face, basically. 
And, you know, you have to figure it's just to sell merch. And, you know, I'm sure it's going to sell a lot because, like I said, that logo was cool as shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's probably going to sell a lot. But, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But also, I kind of feel like it's good for the players to get honored because there's no other way you can honor these players in Houston. The Texans are not going to bring out Oilers players and say, hey, remember this guy. They're just not gonna, they're trying to build their own legacy, man. Yeah, and, and, see, and they don't, that's not part of their legacy. And see, I was thinking about that. I actually tweeted something like that not that long ago. I was wondering if, um, if things would be different if, if the Texans came back to Texans when they that first year and they kind of embraced the old Oilers. If they if they came back and they embraced the, you know, they, you know, they showed them some love type thing because I feel like. Because we we heard some of the um, former Oilers players, you know, speak, and they just like, yeah, man, this is our home, and you know, they support us type of thing. Talk about the Titans, and I'm wondering if they're doing that because you know they didn't really get the support from the Texans from from a Houston team like that. I wonder if if uh, like Bob and there, you know, kind of reached out to him and said, hey, I know, you know the Oilers moved to Tennessee and they changed everything, but you got a home with us type thing. I wonder if they would look at that a little different and, uh, or even if that's even legal, if they're allowed to even do something like that. I mean, I'm sure they could just, if they showed up to a Texans game, they could like announce it and say, Hey, Earl Campbell's here or whatever. But I I feel like they don't have, I feel like they never really had that relationship with the Texans organization though. Yeah, because the Texans are trying to make their own legacy and they don't see themselves as the former Houston Oilers. You know, to, to them, they're the only team that's existed in Houston it, from their perspective. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look back at the past. I mean, there's no Texans past to be proud of, really, to be honest. So, I mean, they're trying to build their own legacy. I think they put out a lot of promotional material talking about building the Texans and like they're they're taking pride in building this new legacy. I don't think they want to look back at past regimes and 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 honor that. I think they're looking to the future. So yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the fans, yeah. but you know, hopefully things. Hopefully the Texans at at some point will be good, and <laughs> we can look at because I mean, yeah. let's be real. The Oilers didn't really accomplish shit either. Yeah. The most famous thing they did was lose a game in the worst fashion possible. They lost. They were like what, up thirty points and lost the game. Yeah. So that's like the most famous Oilers moment of all time, probably. Let's yeah. be real. But uh, but at least they did have some legendary players. At yeah, the point. that's true. Because the Browns was the same way. They ain't do shit either. But at least we can hang our hat on Jim Brown. <laughs> we can hang our hat on a couple other people. But um, you know they didn't do shit either. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they had great players. Like I said, the icon, the logo is great. Colors are great. Yeah. Like, I understand why people fuck with the Oilers. Yeah. But I also feel like, you know, like the, the team history, like they didn't really accomplish anything, man. You look yeah. at them, you can't say that they were so much better than the Texans in what they've yeah. accomplished because, I mean, they didn't win anything either. So, yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah. like a lot of disappointment think, back then too. I, yeah, I think the main thing is people want to be able to uh, show love to their players and and the the old uniform, man. We wish we could go back 
to the old uniform, wear the old colors. But mm. you can't do that because that's Tennessee shit now. It's kind of crazy. Texans been around for 20 years and ain't changed their logo once. So there's nothing throwback to wear. It's yeah. always been kind of the same thing. So they, they need to change something for the 20th anniversary, man. New logo or something. Should, Even if it's man. ugly so we can go back and have a throwback week. Where, hey, remember the, the bull was yeah. cool, man. Yeah, we fuck with the bull. The, the Browns did that shit, man. They changed their uniform. We was cool with it. But after a while, we were like, man, this shit looks stupid. We go yeah. back to the old, <laughs> old way. <laughs> the Browns ain't even got a logo, though. The, the, the nah. shit is just, yeah. It's just, a, it's just an orange helmet. <laughs> it's an orange ass, and they caught the Browns, and their helmet's orange. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, that is what it is. I understand people mad about it, but also I'm happy the players get recognized because yeah. they were great players in their time, man, and they deserve that. So yeah. I- I'm not too upset about it. Plus, you know, I'm not old enough to even have been an Oilers fan. So yeah, yeah it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Um, other topics that happened this week. Um, there was a big story about the accuser of Kenneth Petty. Kenneth Petty is Nicki Minaj's husband uh, who also had to plead guilty for not registering in LA as a sex offender. And he asked to register as a sex offender because he was convicted of sexual assault back in the nineties. I believe he was 15, 16, something around that age. She was the same age as him. And he apparently had assaulted this woman under knife point and had it did abuse her, basically. Uh, I, I don't know if it's officially called rape. I didn't read the charges, but yeah, it was rape, <laughs> basically. So um, he is in a little bit of legal trouble. He might have to go to prison for up to 10 years. Damn. And, uh, and now, is this all because he didn't register as a. Uh, yes. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Because he was arrested and he went to prison already for the actual assault. Yeah. But uh, this new thing, I mean, yeah, they don't play around with sex offenders, man. Yeah. You've got to register everywhere you go. And if you don't, it's a problem. Yeah. So that's why this has been a news story in the past few days. And the accuser, um, a woman, I think her name is Jennifer, was on the uh, show The Real. Jennifer, I don't want to say her last name Huff. incorrectly, but it looks like it's Huff. Huff. Yeah. I don't want to say Ho. Nah, it's, but, a, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a street in Cleveland called Huff. So uh, okay. it's spelled the same way. So it's Huff. It makes sense. So uh, she basically, in detail, described the act and what happened. And she's also described being threatened by Nicki Minaj and her people. Apparently, they approached her at some point with some kind of financial offer to say that this never happened and uh she would not do that and her people got a little aggressive with her um and here's a little clip of her talking about just that on the show the real jennifer have you ever spoken to nikki directly i did in march of 2020 she called me and she said that she got word that i was willing to help them out in a situation i I didn't understand what she was referring to. Um, she offered to fly me and my family to L.A. She, um, I turned it down. And I told her, woman to woman, this really happened. And I hadn't spoken to her since. Now, you allege that Nikki and Kenneth 
were harassing you, in what way? With them sending people to negotiate numbers as far as money is concerned with family members. And Nikki is the one who personally reached out to me. She's, you know, in regards to helping her, helping them in this situation. And then the threats that I received because I kept saying no to every offer, to every suggestion. The last um, incident was when um, one of their associates put $20,000 on my lap and I still kept saying no. The last message I received was that I should have taken the money because they're going to use that money to put on my head. Damn. Damn. So, yeah, uh, the entire interview, you can see it on YouTube, man. Um, Interesting, interesting. And, yeah, you just feel sorry for this girl, man, because she's having to relive something terrifying that happened in her past. And, yeah, it's been a big topic. Um, Some people, the conspiracy theorists have come out and said, this is them getting her back for the anti-vax comments and things (laughs) like that. But in actuality, this happened days before. You know, this mm-hmm. was going to be a big story regardless. Yeah. And now the real conspiracy theory is she said all that shit to detract yeah. from this that was boiling under yeah. because she knew this was coming. I think they even knew he, she was going to be on a TV show. Mm-hmm. So uh, now the conspiracy theory is that she was actually just wilding out on Twitter to, to, to draw attention away. away from that. Yep, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's been very quiet. She has not said a single thing on social media so, about any of these allegations. Yeah, so, so I wonder if she did, because she got all the people, you know, pretty much the the right wing people on her side with that whole VAT, uh, the VATS tweets. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, you know, with this happening, I wonder was she trying to play the, hey, I, I tweeted about this and see what, what happening now. So I, I, I wonder if she trying to keep those people on her side that, you know, that had like, some backup. I get the right wing people that have some backup. If that's her plan, it's a terrible plan because yeah. that's never worked for anybody. Yeah. You know, they, they throw away their token black people at the drop of a dime, man. It's mm-hmm. happened with Candace Owens. It <laughs> happened with, I think, this dude named Michael Steele. Like, they will throw away their token blacks <laughs> as soon as they get a chance, man. They don't give yeah. a fuck about them. Yeah. They will not defend them on anything. So <laughs> if that was her plan, that was the worst plan of action she could have ever had for yeah. this whole thing. So yeah. uh, uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? I know that's a vague question, but uh, yeah. do you think her image is going to suffer because of this? Do you think she's going to get blackballed even more than what she's been before because of this? What do you think yeah. is going to happen? I think so, man, because her image took a hit when she got with him before mm-hmm. they even got married. And, uh, you know, people was bringing this up. This ain't the first time somebody was, um, you know, brought this up, you know. And I think now it's getting worse. And and what makes this situation even worse for her is she not even hot right now, man. So, you know, a lot of people probably going to look at it like, damn, is it even worth even collabing with her? And she got all this shit going on and... You know, you got people. She she married to a you know a sexual predator, I guess. And you know, is it even worth doing? Even worth doing a song with her? And you know, if she was, let's say she was, you know, this was 2012, 2013, and she was with this guy. 
I don't think people people probably would uh, be on her on her side. Unfortunately, so uh, it probably wouldn't even bother her now. But now the position she's in, I, I think it's gonna get I think it's gonna get worse for her. And I'm not saying she you know she gonna be in a bad place or anything, but I I think it's gonna make it hard for people to support her. Especially if you, you know, listening to uh, Jennifer Huff's details of them trying to, you know, pay her money and you know, fly her out, all this other stuff. That's in, in this day and age, it's not a good look. Especially if you're not a, 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 you know, a mega superstar rapper at the moment. It just it, it it looks bad, and I feel like more stuff will come out, and. You know, and Nikki, she's married. She 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 gotta you know, she gonna have to side with this dude, man. And I don't think she gonna I don't think she gonna divorce him or nothing because I, he ain't do this you said this happened when he was like fifteen. <laughs> and, you know, this probably could have been prevented if it was a uh you know, uh maybe if he registered in Cali or something. I don't I don't I don't know, but I don't think he did anything wrong at that current moment, but I don't know, man. This it, I think it's gonna go downhill from here, <laughs> and um, she gonna have to, I guess, stick by his side and defend him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's real bad for her, actually. Um, I'm surprised that somebody got her to stay silent on social media because you know how she is. She's very stubborn. Yeah, and uh, she's already attacked this woman in public. You know, on social media in the past and in Queen Radio, when she was going on her various rants about everything, she talked about basically how this woman he was accused. He 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 said, I mean, she brought those all this up in the interview as well. But she said that they were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. He was fifteen, she was sixteen, which was a lie too. They were the same age, I believe, and uh, basically played played it as if she was lying on this man. And that's one thing when you don't have a face to put to the story and it's just a, a mystery person that we haven't heard from or seen. But when the woman, the victim comes out and makes a statement like this, like it changes things. She can't attack this. If she attacked this woman now, it would be career suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would not be able to recover from that, man. Like even her, you can't defend that. She would she would lose everything yeah. if she attacked this woman now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what she's gonna do, man. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a tough. I, I, I'm like, like, look, she she chose the nigga, and she yeah. knew all this stuff beforehand. I, I'm sure he sold her a dream of what act, his idea of what actually happened, and none of us are, are were there, so we can't even say definitively what happened, but. Uh, it, it's bad, man. It's yeah. bad. This dude probably gonna go to jail, and she is gonna. I don't know. So, so um, so what is the uh, Jennifer Huff? On, is she just explaining what happened, or was it something recently that happened? Uh, are you talking about the reason why she's speaking yeah, out now? Yeah, why is she speak? Yeah, because is this the person uh, he went to jail for? Or is this yes. or is this, this like is, another allegation that no, wasn't no okay. this 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 is the same one that got him labeled as a sex offender. Okay. So I'm I'm wonder so I'm wondering, um so why is they trying to pay her off? Or 
Is that because if if she admitted that it didn't happen or recanted her story or whatever, okay. then he would not be labeled a sex offender. Okay, so they could have that somehow taken off. Okay, so he so this is pretty much he trying to escape. He's trying not to go to jail at this point. Yes. Okay. It's a desperate play okay, for him to not go because he faces up to 10 years in prison. Yeah. Okay. He was already found guilty. He pled guilty. Yeah. So he's likely going to do some prison time. Okay. It's like a last ditch effort to avoid yeah, prison Mary. time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's not a good look. That's kind of bad on his part because if you know what you – you did, or I don't even know what he did. I'm not saying I don't believe her, but I wasn't. I wasn't there. But if you pleaded guilty to, you know, w- what you did, you gotta, you gotta register, man. <laughs> that's 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 your life. Well, to clarify, he. I don't think he pled guilty to the sexual assault. He pled guilty to not registering as a sex offender. So uh, because he uh, oh, okay okay I got you okay okay he was found he was found guilty of sexual assault okay and did time for that he pled guilty recently like a about a week ago that he didn't register not registering okay okay and so yeah so that's what he's in trouble for now okay but yeah man yeah this yeah either way you cut it man this ain't a good look <laughs> and you got a uh, uh, uh Nicki Minaj who was a superstar man she. She was, she was a superstar, and she's married. She's going through all of this. Got a kid with him now too. Yeah, and can't just throw him away. <laughs> yeah, and now you gotta you you gotta stand by his side, and clearly she's standing by his side. She trying to help pretty much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, man. This <laughs> this this don't look good at all. <laughs> it's bad, man. And twenty thousand, like. <laughs> that, that 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 and then saying you're gonna put that on her like what's killing her gonna do yeah. at this point yeah she's i don't know she's losing it man yeah so yeah you already had the controversy with her defending her brother who went to prison for rape uh yeah. raping a minor yeah and doing a bunch of creepy shit and now you have this with her husband <laughs> so yeah man yeah if Nikki ain't been canceled yet, and I don't know how she's avoided it, maybe because of the barbs, but the barbs can't even be out here defending this shit, man. It's it's beyond stand culture at <laughs> yeah, this point. They will, but mm, they're 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 losing yeah. this battle, man. Yeah, it's getting this thin out there, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that, and if she responds or what she does. But yeah, um, speaking of niggas going to jail potentially. <laughs> Tory Lanez had everybody thinking for a day that he was going to jail <laughs> because uh, he tweeted, it's been real. <laughs> and I guess everybody thought that he was finally going to jail. I think people thought that he was going to jail for violating the restraining order against mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. I think he was found guilty for that already because uh, at Rolling Loud, he was within, you know, yeah, he came the, right on after I want to yes. say Mad performed with uh yeah he came right on yeah. with the baby I want to say he was in the same vicinity as Megan Thee Stallion which he's not supposed to be due to restraining order and he got in trouble for that people thought he was going to jail for that uh he said he's not he was just trolling or I don't know what the fuck he was doing <laughs> maybe trying to break the internet but he did get sued for negligence apparently he 
there was a hit and run accident that left a man seriously injured. Uh, this happened when this earlier this year in Miami. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sidebar too. Um, I forgot who brought up Drake and Tory Lanes, and maybe that's why he hasn't collaborated with uh, uh Megan Thee Stallion. But I did see that video of Drake playing basketball against Tory Lanes. Did you see that? I didn't see that. <laughs> I want to make sure it actually it wasn't a joke and it was actually Drake and him. But I saw a video of Drake and Tory Lanez and Tory Lanez is very short. If you didn't yeah. know, uh, yeah. Drake and Tory Lanez playing basketball. Remember you say like five two gym. and petite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So that uh, Duke, oh Duke Deuce type put it. Yeah, that is uh, that is Drake and Tory Lanez, man. Damn. <laughs> So yeah, mm. interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, we might as well uh, cut off Drake and Meg collabing uh, with something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing else to add to that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you have any takes on Tory Lanez or not, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on, moving on. Jeezy's <laughs> uh, wife. They are married now, right? I think they are. Gian, yeah. Gianna, how do you say her fucking name? Is it Jeannie? Gian, Jeannie, probably. Jeannie Mai, who is from uh, The Talk, I believe. There's like yeah. a several View the talk, knockoff the shows. Real, the View. The Talk, The Real, The View. I think there's something else now, too. Yeah. But, uh, the T. Yeah. She has announced her pregnancy. Uh, and Yeah. Jeezy's having a little kid, man. Yeah. It was a little smoke going on with that, too, because I guess uh, Jeannie, um, I guess she was with somebody at one point, and she didn't want to have kids. Yeah. And so now she got with Jeezy, and now she pregnant. So it was a lot of people, I, mainly women, a lot of women like, oh, she played it smart. You know, she knew, she did. She, she, felt, she felt it in her heart. She didn't want to have a kid with the first guy she was with. Uh, so it was a bunch of that on the timeline. <laughs> no, that was funny. He actually responded too, and he got smoked for that because he said, because apparently he was with her for like eleven years, and he kept trying to get her to have kids, and she said no. Mm. But uh, they said, "Well, I know he's mad now," and he's like, "I'm not mad. I upgraded from trash to treasure a long time ago, <laughs> and now I have my own beautiful family, and I'm happy." But <laughs> oh, he that, said, that, literally, "The ex." Yeah, yeah. The ex, oh, okay. her yeah. ex. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, he upgraded from trash to treasure. Yeah, I don't so know why people... didn't smoke for that. Yeah, I don't know why people kind of uh, do that because remember, they did the same thing with Jay... Remember Jay-Z had the line that almost what Eric Benet? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and Eric Benet was like, hey, I'm perfectly fine <laughs> with my life now. You know what I mean? Because, you know, because I guess the famous Eric Benet, you know... Uh, Holly Berry love Eric Benet type thing, mm. but he was he was like I'm perfectly fine with how things going on. I don't know why y'all making it like I've lost out or something. He he was pretty much like I'm good <laughs> with how shit happened. <laughs> yeah, that that was a line that would have hit in like the mid '90s, man. Like <laughs> like Holly Berry had been you know she'd been with a few guys since then. Yeah. I almost, not like, I almost went Eric Benet let the baddest bitch get away. Yeah. How many, I yeah. mean, how many people under the age of 45 
Holly Berry is the baddest bitch out here. <laughs> right. And it wasn't like Eric Benet was a nobody who got like he was super famous at the time when he was with Holly Berry. Yeah. So that was a weird thing. That's one of the weird Jay-Z lines, man. That's that's to show you how old on. he is, man. Yes. <laughs> I remember MC Hammer got mad when he said he, he talked about how he lost 30 million. Yeah. Like MC, like Hammer. Yeah. Hammer lost 30 million. Uh, like Hammer. Hammer, 30 million can't hurt me. Yeah. MC Hammer got really mad about that. He actually he made a diss song. Times. Yeah. He made a few. Yeah. yeah. You seen the video with the nigga, the nigga that looked yeah. like Jay Z hat with the New York <laughs> <Yeah>. hat? <laughs> yes. He was running from something. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was silly. Jay Z ain't had to bring up the MC Hammer like that, man. Leave that man alone. He mind his own business. Exactly. And he a, damn, enough, he a damn legend, man. <laughs> right. There's enough people who talk shit about Jay that Jay can actually bring up. He don't have to make up enemies. Yeah. Niggas, but, that's uh, not even active. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, congratulations to Jeannie Mai and Jeezy for their blazing kid they have on the way. Yeah. Good for them. Happy for them. Yeah. And Hey, have um. Are you from? Are you? I meant to ask you earlier. Are you pretty familiar with Ken, with Karen Civil? Yeah, I know of her. <laughs> Man, she was getting a whole bunch of smoke last week. I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> Explain that to me though, because I didn't follow it. What exactly happened with her? Yeah, so I don't know if you heard about Karen Civil in the past, but uh, people heard of her pretty much stealing money and. Um, stealing content from people. Cameron actually brung it up. He had brung it up in, I want to say, in an interview or something like that. He said Karen Silva stole money from us. And people kind of shitting on Cam for saying that. He felt like he was just trying to bring a black woman down. But uh, recently, uh, Joyner Lucas, um, he went on a Twitter rant pretty much saying how uh, Karen Silva stole um, $60,000 from him. And so uh, I, I want to say a whole bunch of people started coming out saying how she did this, she did that. And um, she pretty much a scam artist. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was like a whole clubhouse room full of people talking about she went in there defending herself, which was kind of wild, too. But, um, yeah, I've been hearing those stories about Karen Silva for years, man. How um, she she take a lot of content. Like uh, from, you know, not Twitter, but up and coming journalists because she had her own little website, too. So a lot of people used to say how she used to steal their content and, and, and use it as her own. But, uh, yeah, it, it was wild, man. Uh, a lot of people saying Karen Silva would try to get them shut down and, you know, all this other stuff. And she mentioned that she uh, she kind of addressed herself as like the. The Olivia Pope or some shit. <laughs> so I was just like, man, but it was it was a wild situation. And um she was on club. I was defending herself, man. <laughs> and that was I actually listened to it. I was on that was the first time I've been on Clubhouse in a minute. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it was funny. A lot of arguing and and um corny ass whack one hundred was in there. And yeah, it was it, it was it was kind of entertaining for a little bit, but yeah, it is what it is. It, it kind of made me, I'm I'm kind of glad I'm not a rapper rapper. I'm, I'm kind of at the age where I kind of do shit on my own if I wanted to do it. But 
be, just listening to what they were saying, man, the industry is so damn dirty. They, uh, it was a lot of people actually defending Karen, saying that, hey, you know, it's people like that in the industry that's, you know, going to take your money. You just got to use it as a lesson. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, this shit made me not want to ever get in the industry. If I'm going to somebody for a service and I'm paying them some money and they don't give me my service and that's it. They pretty much saying, hey, you know, you got to negotiate better or you can't give them the whole 60. Give them this much and then all this other shit. It's just like, damn, this is a dirty industry, man, especially when it comes to hip hop. And um, yeah, it, this that type of shit made me wish, you know, or not maybe wish, but kind of got me glad that I, you know, I am where I am now. <laughs> yeah, I have a conspiracy theory on that too, uh, <laughs> because I'm starting to feel, and I'm not, I'm not saying this wasn't real and this didn't happen because it probably did, but I also have a theory that there is some manufactured drama going on to boost the clubhouse numbers mm. because I've noticed there's been a lot of shit where I just didn't wouldn't imagine that all the parties involved would actually get together and talk about it in public but this happened uh, a few weeks ago with uh, Takashi 69 Wack 100 and yeah. 21 Savage yeah they got into a room <laughs> and started talking about shit and dissing each other and going back and forth and I'm like in what world would I think 21 Savage would do this in public? He don't seem that type of dude to me. Yeah. Uh, Karen Civil, I'm surprised she came into a room and everybody shitting on her yeah. and tried to defend herself. She was pretty much saying, I don't do the social media stuff, but she was on See? Clubhouse. That's what I'm saying. And, and we know these people, like we know Kevin Hart apparently is like a co-owner or has some kind of ownership share in it. Yeah. We know Joe Budden is somehow financially involved because he was always up in it too. I feel like a lot of people are getting paid to come into Clubhouse mm. and boost the numbers up, man. Because think mm. about it, Clubhouse fell the fuck off since the quarantine. Yeah. Once outside opened up again, and then every other social media Stop has their own that. Clubhouse now with Twitter Spaces and Facebook, whatever they got. Yeah. Now suddenly Clubhouse ain't too special, <laughs> but there's always some drama going on every other week. Damn. That niggas meet up in Clubhouse and talk about. Yeah. Damn, that's a good that's a good one, man. I can see that. And like yeah. I said, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm not saying it was all like this didn't happen with Karen Silver but, taking people's money and but shit. They, but they could have did that shit on Twitter. Everybody on Twitter. Exactly. So why did they take it to Clubhouse? Or yeah, I don't know. Why did that spark so much? <laughs> exactly. Why would you put yourself in a position? You know, to talk about this in the public in front of everybody. Yeah, I, I think there's some money being passed around <laughs> by Clubhouse to get people in there, man. So I don't know. Yeah, just a thought <laughs> I had. Be, yeah, no, you could be right, man. <laughs> That's a good one. Because <laughs> it seems like even though people don't be on Clubhouse like that, there's always some drama popping off with celebrities on Clubhouse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think that's interesting, but yeah, <laughs> I wasn't following that whole Karen Silver thing, but I do know who she is, and I did remember Cameron saying some shit about her. So yeah, yeah, and she's shady, man. We knew that. We we've been known that. So yeah, 
unfortunate black people, the people you would think would look yeah. out for each other, always yeah. be jerking each other in this industry. But. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of bad because I, I don't know her personally. She could be a really good person just getting a lot of, you know, people shitting on her or hating or whatever. But um, I thought, you know, I, I'm always looking for people to hop on the podcast. Is it kind of bad? I was thinking like, uh, I don't know about her. I, I've been thinking this for a minute, too. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want her to hop on and she jack our shit <laughs> and come up with something because uh, I think her most recent thing was uh, so she have a podcast on the Joe Button Network called Girl I Guess mm-hmm. and um, I guess it was somebody she used to be cool with who had a podcast with a similar name and I guess they fell out and then Karen went off and did a po- uh, made her own podcast with a similar name. Oh damn! So it was like a whole bunch of drama then about her, you know, just stealing content and all that shit. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I don't want her to hop on and then just whack our shit or do some shady shit or something. Yeah, start the gin and juice podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a knockoff drink chance, but called gin and juice. Yeah, <laughs> stealing from J- two things at once. Yeah, yeah, he did get the J Prince drops and all that mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yeah, get J Prince on there to do the intro. Yeah, this is qualified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you never know. You never yeah. know. <laughs> Uh, speaking of goofy shit on social media, I did see a debate about Drake and Michael Jackson. Did you see that shit too? I'll scroll right past that. <laughs> I, I don't even know how they even having that discussion, especially after this album. <laughs> Drake brought on himself. He called himself literally Michael Jackson on this album. <laughs> he said yeah. it himself. I want to respond to DJ Hollygrove because he, he said something. I know he fucked with Drake and Drake yeah, is, he, uh, yeah. Chop Stars and OVO are linked. But uh, yeah, he brought that up. He was like, "Who even compared Michael Jackson to Drake?" And I want to say Drake did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they're writing these articles talking about how Michael J- he's selling more than more. Michael Jackson and the Beatles. Yeah, he had the biggest streaming week ever, guys. He sold more records than Michael Jackson and the Beatles. And I already talked about this last yeah. podcast, man. These Bugazi ass streaming numbers don't mean shit to me. Yeah. It's not the same as physicals. No matter yeah. how you want to spin it, it's not. You can't even you can't even explain how a stream is what a stream is worth or mm-hmm. like it's so many different rules. It's like I have to listen to the whole out. Uh, you know, one song. If I listen to the song for two minutes, that count as a play and all this other shit. It's no telling how this shit works. So yeah, I yeah, I, I don't like those numbers at all, man. Yeah, me neither, man. But I saw that debate pop up and I'm like, there will never be another Michael Jackson. People yeah, need to I, kill that and shit. And this and this kind of bothering me because my people acting like Michael Jackson was a regular ass nigga or something. Like he wasn't that nigga <laughs> back in the day, in the eighties. And shit, in the seventies, man, he was doing this thing it, mm-hmm. as a kid. <laughs> so I, like people don't realize, I, I guess it's, I don't know if it's the younger generation or what, but people don't realize how huge this dude was. He, he, he couldn't be, he can't walk through the Galleria, man. Like, like prime Mike, could not be walking in the Galleria Mall like uh, with a couple security guards. Like the, he, he, Michael couldn't live a normal life. 
Drake, you know, it's safe to say he could kind of live a, a a cool life where he could go to the mall and got a couple police officers and security guards with him. Michael couldn't do that. People would fuck them security guards up trying to get the mic. Did you see that recent? Did you see that video? Somebody posted it uh, recently. Uh, the guy who hopped on the uh, on the little yeah, stage. that Korean dude. Yeah. yeah, like you know how cool that was. Like and Mike just went with it. He held on yeah. to him. Yeah, and, he was trying to help him, man. Yeah. Like, don't kill yourself. And, man, when he got off, they whooped his ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I, I I like Drake. Ain't nobody doing that with Drake, man. <laughs> so you can put all the album numbers and streams and all that stuff. Mike is in a different category. I, I just wish people stopped trying to compare people to Mike. Anybody. They've been doing that for a minute. I, yeah. I just I, I just wish they stopped that. Mike was on a whole different planet. Nah, some people think we've had this long-standing podcast debate, really going back to the early days, talking about Beyonce being the next Michael Jackson or the current day Michael Jackson. Now people saying the same thing about Drake. People were saying Beyonce was better than Mike. Yeah. It's just yeah, like people. Wow. Yes, the beehive is crazy. Look, They're crazy. Look, I I love Beyonce. She doing her thing. I think she in her own lane. But Michael was some. He was something different, man. That's like he damn near a myth. <laughs> it's like man, like somebody like this really existed mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the eighties and the nineties. Like you, you damn near had to check to see if that was really real, man. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, uh-uh, uh, man. That's you can't compare Beyonce to that man, and Beyonce is good too, but you can't compare her to Mike at all. <laughs> you you can't compare anybody to Mike, man. Yeah. People, I think time has made people not really realize how big he was, and yeah. even when he was considered a joke because of all the you know plastic surgery. And all the late light comedians always had a routine on Michael Jackson talking about the kids and all this shit. Even with all that going on, he was still huge, man. Yeah. Do, do, do you think somebody like Drake could survive pedophile allegations <laughs> and turning his skin even whiter than what it is now and, mm-hmm. and having a completely different look? Like, Do you think anybody in this current climate could survive that? Somehow yeah. Mike did. Yeah. Insane, yeah. man. Yeah, is yeah. You can't, you can't compare nobody to that man. Uh, like it's 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 damn near unreal how uh, how amazing he was. Don't the only person I would say is compare. Uh, you could really compare to Mike is probably Prince, because they was kind of in the same yeah the same boat and they totally different. But that's the only person because you could either say oh you like Mike or Prince. You know, you that's kind of like a back and forth thing. That's the mm-hmm. only person. You can't do that with anybody else, man. That's true, man. They don't make him like that. I mean, his his whole career arc is just something so crazy unnatural that's <laughs> never gonna happen again, man. We have so many child artists just flame out when yeah. they grow up or not reach at the same height, but he was huge when he was a kid. And then mm-hmm. got even bigger when he grew up somehow, which is insane. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny because um, when you think of the Jackson Five, you only think of Mike. Yep. And and I know a lot of I know a lot of his brothers get the butter all jokes and shit. 
But they wasn't that bad, man. <laughs> they had respectable careers for you know mm. for that time. But Mike was just so big, it just it made them look like they were you know Backup trash. Singers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom was a fan of Jermaine too, but she was uh, she loved Michael Jackson. She loved Michael Jackson. Yeah. She was a huge Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that I saw that debate on Twitter. I wasn't even gonna bring it up. And I was like, fuck, let's toss it around just to prop up Mike because, yeah, yeah we, we ain't doing all that. All this shit with Drake. I respect him as an artist, man. Like I said, he's the biggest rap star we've ever seen. Yeah. But he, he ain't Michael Jackson, man. People need to cool it. He needs to cool it with him calling him that. Yeah. Because I understand. I, I wouldn't even want rap- that smoke, man. I, 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 mm-hmm. I'm I I'm not putting all that pressure on myself. Yeah. Saying I'm the next Mike or I, I'm not doing that at all. Whoever the biggest radio person ever or podcaster, I'm not putting myself in that same ring. I'm I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm 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 the Black Howard Stern." Or I'm not. Yeah, doing it never that, works man. out well, man. Jay Z got heavily criticized when he said, "If I'm not better than Big, I'm the closest one." Yeah, <laughs> he, he got a lot of smoke from people in New York, so I like. <laughs> That was going too far. Nas brought that back up on Ether. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about yeah. you better than Big. Yeah. So yeah, you, it never works out well when you say you, you're the next so and so or you're as big as so and so. So people need to stop doing it. I understand mm-hmm. Drake got a Drake is huge and he feeling himself, but he ain't had to go there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Jacksons, Janet Jackson's making a new album with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Which I'm actually excited for, yeah, man. I because say, yeah, I actually listened to that album after you told me about it, after you reviewed it. It was mm-hmm. a really good album, man. My um, so whenever I ride around with my wife, I usually just play some. I don't tell her what I'm playing, mm-hmm. but I play some, and she actually asked like, "Who is this?" And <laughs> I told her she never heard of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, obviously. But um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I was playing to her. She's like, okay. And then she like, is this is this old or new? She could she didn't even know if it was old or new. I'm like, nah, this is this came out 2021. <laughs> and um, yeah, she started asking a lot of questions, but it's really that that album was really some good cookout music album, man. Mm-hmm. Something safe, something that's not like vulgar, and uh, and like really good music in there. So nah, I'm excited uh, for this. A hundred percent, man. And I was wondering when I did the review, I was wondering why Janet Jackson wasn't on the album mm. because, you know, they did their most famous work with the Janet. Of course, they really are responsible for her career being what it became. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she wasn't on it. So I was wondering, like, did they fall out? Are they OK? But they I guess it was because they got a whole album in the making. So <laughs> I'm excited, man. Uh, Janet, I believe, is I mean, she's getting up there. We ain't seen her in public in a while, I don't think. But I'm excited for it, man. I think recently it was the 20th or 30th at this point. I think it might be 30th anniversary of Rhythm Nation. Damn. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it, man. Uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are still making great songs. They are still a great production duo. Janet, they've always gotten the best out of Janet, no matter what. People yeah. used to criticize the shit out of Janet Jackson, man. They said she couldn't sing. They said yeah. she couldn't carry a note. But nah, they they always got the most out of Janet. They made yeah. her best songs, and when she left them, she was never the same. Yeah. Uh, how do you, uh, where do you rank Janet? And um, out of 
the best because I I felt like you know I know I know this is uh, Captain Obvious. She had a, a good career, but she, you know she was Mike's sister. <laughs> yeah. So she I know a lot of people try to you know hype her up as the you know the Michael Jackson during that time, but it's hard it's hard to live up to that. But uh, how did you, where do you rank her or how do you feel about her as far as an artist? I feel like, and of course she ain't Mike, but I feel like she's one of the, I mean, her albums, uh, here's the thing, as a, as a singer, I wouldn't rank her on the level of a Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, fucking Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't put her in that tier at all as a singer. Yeah. But... She has classic albums, man. You talking about Rhythm Nation, the Janet album, Velvet Rope. Like, these are some of the best R&B pop albums of all time, man. And she got classics. Uh, So as an artist, I rate her very high, man. But as a singer, I think those those are different rankings. I wouldn't rate her that high as a singer. But as an artist in her catalog... I mean, you're going you're gonna to be hard-pressed to find an artist with albums that good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, and she, they pretty much gave her the mic formula. Uh, the You know, the pop singles and the videos and the yep. dancing, the performing. She was... Ballads, yeah. Yeah, she was pretty much the uh, female version of Michael. <laughs> pretty much, man. And it's crazy to think that she could... Because look at all the Jack... People, people forget at a time... Jermaine was supposed to be the big star of the Jackson five <laughs> at one point. He was the oldest and yeah. they thought he was going to be the big pop star at one point, but mm-hmm. his solo career kind of flamed out, man. Michael was just too big. Yeah. And Janet Jackson, everybody thinks Janet Jackson's first album was control. <laughs> and we kind of put her first album there, but yeah. she actually had like two albums before that, that didn't do anything. Yeah. And that was before Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis found her and got the opportunity to work with her. But she was really nothing special at that time, man. She was on, she was most famous for being on good times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. But uh, yeah, as a singer, she was not rated that high, man. People, it was like, Oh, here's Michael's little sister trying to do something. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis made her a real star with that control album, man. And it just yeah. went up from there. So mm-hmm. it is crazy the fact that she could even be as big as she was considering she was Michael Jackson's sister. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I because uh I, I know the people I'm I'm around always bring her up. So Leroy, shout out to Leroy. He the he probably the biggest Janet Jackson fan I know. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, man. I I think just for the simple fact that she was Mike's sister that we kind of like we we kind of looked the other way a little bit but it's like damn she was fucking huge man she was like she was she was that girl <laughs> and i think that kind of get overlooked a little bit no 100% man i think the fact that she kind of her career kind of petered out later i think the 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 whole nip slip thing fucking fucked yeah. her whole career up yeah. for damn near a decade Mm-hmm. So that was really unfortunate, but uh, yeah, I, I, here's the thing: like, whenever they're alive, people don't really rate these people that high. Yeah, we, we don't get them their that. their real flowers until they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jackson in a lot of circles was viewed as a weirdo and a joke before he died, 
Yeah. And, and then they rate him higher now. He, Same yeah. thing with Prince. Yeah. So it, it's the thing. And that's why I, 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 I always push back on anybody hating on Madonna. Because yeah. I'm like, if, if Madonna died 20 years ago, y'all be talking about how she was the greatest ever. And yeah. Lady Gaga ain't even close to as good as her. And all yeah. this stuff. I, she was a queen of pop. But since she's alive and old and crusty, mm-hmm. people want to act like her career wasn't all that. I'm like, yeah. y'all, just because they're alive, y'all y'all feel like you got to shit on them. Yeah, like nah. That. Yeah, nah. She a legend, man. I, I, I fuck with Madonna. <laughs> yes. But, nah, she was... That was somebody that was like, like you. I, I was obviously I wasn't alive during that time, but that's something you have to be there to see. <laughs> now, I mean, it shouldn't be like that. You should be able to go back to the music and be like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something you got to really. You had to be there to to experience how big she was to it is. understand. And the boundaries she was pushing don't seem like it was anything special now because everybody does everybody it. Do it, yeah. She's like, oh, wow, she posed posed naked and did an erotica album about sex. Who cares? Everybody does that now. But nobody did it back then but her, and she got a whole lot of shit for it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. it's hard for people to appreciate. She paid the way for Lady Gaga, man. Everybody. And Lady Gaga did the exact same shit she was doing. Yep. (laughs) Shoot, Rihanna did with that bad girl Riri type shit. Like, a lot of people followed... The path that she she that paid, formula. and she yes. So <laughs> people gotta, and then she the way she switched up her sound throughout her whole career. Mm-hmm. People take that shit for granted when they're alive, man, and that's one thing. Because when she dies, you gonna see all these Madonna fans somehow coming out yeah. the woodwork saying, "Wow, she was really one of the greatest." Beyonce could never, yeah. but no, since she alive, yeah. you don't see it that it, way. I mean, it don't really help that she be kind of saying some dumb shit too. Yeah, which is yeah. Like, God damn. And her- like, and me, like, I understand. We talked about this before. You know, some people are better left quiet. <laughs> but sometimes, when she got, I forgot, oh, when Aretha Franklin died. And remember, she was getting up there to, to say some sweet things about Aretha. And she went on talking about herself. Yes. <laughs> it was just, I was just like, fuck. Like, damn, like, I, I love you, Madonna, but damn, you making it hard right now. <laughs> yeah, she was talking about one of her kids at one point, and she said, "This nigga." This was like ten years ago now, but um, that was a big controversy too. Um, I remember during the George Floyd, because she has like black kids. I think she adopted these kids. Well, I'm yeah. sure she did, but uh, she has black kids. And during the George Floyd protests and all that, she had him do a dance. <laughs> And it was like, this is the interpretive dance my son's doing for all the victims of police violence. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Can you just donate some money, please? Yeah, you ain't gotta have your son. You don't want to see your Just son don't dance. say nothing, man. Yes. <laughs> this is, yeah. Lord have yeah. mercy. Yeah, it, it, it was rough for her, man. Like, that, that's the thing. When you see somebody be corny, same thing with Ice Cube, man. We yeah. had to see this nigga side with Trump damn near. Yeah. And now everybody's talking about how he ain't all that. When we when we see you old and corny, yeah, that's why. Look, I hate to say it, but dying when he did was the best thing for Tupac's career. <laughs> Let's yeah. be real about it, man. Yeah, I, and, and see, this is my popular um, take. I don't think Tupac would be the best rapper of all time if he stayed alive. If he no, yeah, I think he would be up. He, I think he'd be in movies and shit like that, but. 
I think he'd be an Ice Cube. He'd be in the mm-hmm. category of an Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Snoop. all them. Yep, just the uh, some rappers from the past, and I don't even know if he'd be embracing all the rappers now. He could be the angry uh, one of them angry old mm-hmm. rappers that's talking about hip hop is all messed up and all this other shit. Yep. <laughs> Nobody wants to see you grow old and be corny, man. So. That's that's it's it's fucked up, man. <laughs> it really is, yeah. man. It really is. Because look at people like you know Rock him, like Bit Daddy Kane, people like that. Mm-hmm. We kind of roll, we kind of roll our eyes whenever they you know um, drop an album or a song or something like that. But man, it's it's not a lot of old rappers, man. It's not, you know, rock and roll, all that shit been around for years. So you see them to the end. You see them when they get seventy something. And eighty something, you you see him, you know, all the way there. We don't have an eighty year old rapper yet, <laughs> or you know, a seventy year old rapper that you know been around all this time. So I I just I just think we need to appreciate them, you know, just as much we appreciate somebody like a Paul McCartney. <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. because uh, because I don't I don't be seeing people shit on him. And he's still releasing music. And I, I guarantee you it's not as good as it was in the 70s. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I I, I kind of think we, you know, I, I wish we appreciate them a little more, but it make it hard when they give out, you know, fucked up opinions and doing mm-hmm. goofy shit. It, it, it make it, like with MC Hammer doing this song to Jay-Z and all that, and the, the corny video is it kind of make it hard to sit there and side with them a little bit, but I think we do need to appreciate these guys, man. Yeah, man. And same thing goes with when you find out people did some fucked up shit, like Africa Bambata, one of the great pioneers of hip hop. You know, he got basically they found out that he was fucking fucking these kids, man. Yeah, like little boys, he was abusing them sexually. Mm-hmm. And then niggas like KRS One come out and defend it. Yeah. So now we got to get rid of him too. So yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 messed up, man. It, it always sucks when you find out some shit about the legends too. Because now you're like, well, even if he dies, I yeah. can't say nothing good about African Bambada. Yeah, because he was fucking little kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, crazy man. <laughs> really is, man. It really is. <laughs> so. That, that's our old man on the porch take for the podcast. Yeah. Um, anything uh, else you want to talk about, man? Anything yeah. you've seen lately? Uh, real quick, um, this kind of been going on um, as we speak. Uh, singer Kelly Price. I don't know if you've seen this, but yeah, I saw she's missing. It, she's been missing. Um, it was reported by TMZ, and um, I guess she. Uh, yeah, I guess. She 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 was listed as a missing person following a welfare check um, conducted at her home, and so it, 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 this story is kind of wild, man. So apparently she had COVID, mm-hmm. and um, I guess her family can't get in touch with her boy, uh, her man or husband, boyfriend, whoever, not really responding. So um, yeah, this is a wild story. I hope she's okay. I don't, man, I don't like seeing stuff like this where people is missing. When you find out somebody is missing, it's, to me, it's never a good sign, man. That's, I, I can't even imagine going through that, finding out a family member or something is is missing for, you know, days or something like that. 
I, I, I hope everything is good. I hope they find her safe. Yeah. Well, there is an update according to her attorney. Um, her attorney is saying she is not missing and she is safe and she is continu continuing to recover from COVID at an undisclosed location. Mm. So that's what her legal representation is saying. So, yeah, Damn. there is that. Damn. Uh, hopefully Damn. that's true. Hopefully she is safe and recovering. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's always sucks to hear it's a missing story. We, we, we there's a whole fucking saga about that white lady, that YouTuber, yeah, who got killed by her boyfriend, but then the police didn't do shit, and then he <laughs> ran away. So it was a whole fucking saga with that. And people say black people don't get the same attention, yeah, which is true. But we can always raise awareness ourselves. I know there was a whole thing with uh, Johnny Blaze. Uh, she was missing oh, for a yeah. little bit, but then she came back and she's okay. So thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Um, um rest, so yeah. Rest in peace to AJ um um shit, AJ Johnson. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh comedian, actor. Um you guys know him as um Ezel from Friday. <laughs> mm hmm My neck, my back. Yeah. <laughs> my neck and my back. Smokey over here taking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he played in a lot of hood classics. He was in the Players Club. Uh, I want to say he was in I Got the Hookup. He, uh, he passed away. I, I haven't heard why or what happened. But yeah, rest in peace to AJ Johnson. Yep, rest in peace. That was sad to hear, man. Um, somebody else died too, but I forgot who it was already. Mm. Um, oh, just, oh. oh, Mario Melvin Van Peebles passed away as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that was sad. I mean, he was 89. So, I mean, he lived a long life, but still. Always sad to lose one of our prominent black directors and actors. So, yeah, sad. Yeah. So, rest in peace, man. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> it, it, it's Have you seen that list of all the people that passed away from the movie Friday? Uh no, I haven't. Yeah, it was a it was kind of a long list, man. The um of course John Witherspoon, um you had um shit. What uh what was the girl named the uh the chubby girl that Smokey met up with? I forgot her real name. Um Yvette. I want to say mm -hmm. Yvette, uh Yvette Wilson. I think that's her name. She passed. Um it, it's a lot Debo. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of a long list of people that passed in that movie now. Now, AJ Johnson on that list. So yeah, uh, sad man. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I, I I hope they don't. I hope this is a thing where Ice Cube don't try to make the last Friday. He just need to. He he keeps trying, up. man. Like every every other month, I hear some story about him still trying to make this fucking movie. I hope he just stops, man. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's just for money at this point or what, but it's too late. It's yeah. too late. He you just know, they, they can't do it now. He just need to let it go. It, it, it's, it's man, it's a classic, man. I, and I, I ain't really care for the other two Fridays, but I think it's a successful series, <laughs> a movie mm -hmm. series. It, it's cool. It don't need no other type of ending. He, I don't think he left uh, Friday after this. I don't think he left it open where, mm -hmm. you know, he got to, you know, make a part two or, or uh, uh, finish it. Mm 
just leave it as it is, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think he no, I think there was a window for him to make this movie and bring because it would be nice to have a closure to Smokey's story and and see where he ended up. Like it would have been nice to have it a, a wrap up with everybody kind of you know a send off. But they yeah. took, too, I think Barbershop had a send-off type thing, you know, so it would be nice, but they took too long. Yeah, you can't, um, so, you can't do yeah. it now. Everybody, you know, pass. Exactly. So, so you're going to have a movie, uh Friday movie with no Debo? <laughs> yeah, or no Pops. No pops. Like, it's not going to happen without him. John Witherspoon, you can't do it now. So, yeah. too late now. They had about 15, 20 years to make this movie, <laughs> and they didn't. So, it's too late now, man. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, but yeah, just let it lie. Let it rest. Yeah. Um. Anything you've been watching, man? Anything um, on the radar? Nah. I um. I finished that show, Doctor Death. It was pretty oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You told uh, me that was good. Yeah, I'm watching the um documentary now on it. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, watching this shit made me never want to get surgery, man. Just to know, and I feel like we take it for granted too. Whenever somebody just getting a minor surgery or something, we just like, all right, you know, good luck, gonna pray for you. But you don't realize, man, you could have somebody like a doctor, uh, um, Christopher Dunch, that was his mm-hmm. real name, just out there fucking people up, man. He was fucking people up. And the thing is, it was people that was going in for surgery, for minor surgery, who, you know, it wasn't supposed to be life-threatening or anything. And he will fuck them up, man. It's just like, damn, like somebody was out there like that for real. But um, yeah, like I said uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, it's a good show. Um, check it out. Don't eat dinner while watching it. Mm-hmm. You might get sick. Um, yeah, uh, check it out. He in, he in jail currently. He won't be out till he like seventy three or up for parole until he like seventy three years old. So yeah, <laughs> check it out. Check it out, man. Yeah, that's just why black people are scared to go to the doctor, man. Some shit like that. That's just creepy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, I ain't been watching shit. So fuck, <laughs> we gonna wrap up the podcast now, man. I think it's about time. Yeah. Uh, what should I play? Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> As always, thank y'all for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, make sure y'all check out our YouTube interview with Jared from Stuffed Wings and make sure you go patronize that great black business with that delicious chicken <laughs> and they got a retail location opening up in November so get ready for that as well I better see them lines packed like y'all do for the fucking turkey lady hut mm-hmm. and all that shit y'all better uh, support all black businesses and black eateries so I want to see y'all pack that shit out too and check out the interview on our YouTube page Thank everybody for supporting the podcast as always, man. Love y'all. Thank Jasmine for doing what you do in the background. She on a uh, a world tour currently. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see her again soon, man. So so right now, I think at the moment, she might be, I think she DJing somewhere. Her first DJ gig. So shout out to DJ Bass. 
Yes, yes, <laughs> DJ Bass. Is it, it's not Chitty Bass, it's just DJ Bass? Yeah, she had, she okay. changed it to DJ Bass. She done changed her name three times now? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with it. Bass is what I told her she should have been, but she wanted to keep this Chitty because of her fucking... Anyway, I'm not going to diss her. <laughs> uh, so yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to everybody who rock with the podcast, man. Of course, make sure you listen to In The Loop, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610. My man, Figgy Fig, always creating the vibes and making it sound good and crispy. Plus, <laughs> of providing the black man take when he's allowed to speak. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> they do us producers dirty, especially if you black, man. So, no, yeah. support that, it's, man. Support it's that It's funny show. because I'm, I did mention something because we was talking about um, Deshaun and this girl and how he changed and all this other stuff. He, you know, and I was like, man, that's anybody. Like yes. all type of athletes, when they get paid, they start rolling with different people. They start f- flossing a little bit. So I'm like, that's like I'm not I'm not even shocked at that. <laughs> I'm I might be a little surprised, but I'm like that's not really that's kind of normal for anybody to get money like that and start rolling in Lamborghinis and shit like that. <laughs> Landry's just fine to me, man, because his favorite rapper is Gucci Mane. <laughs> Yet he he's upset at Deshaun for having the money change him and thinks he's some kind of rich asshole now. I'm like, you your favorite rappers and artists are rich assholes, so I don't really understand where the complaint comes from, but whatever. Yeah. You know how black black athletes gotta be choir boys and fucking always humble and shit, so whatever. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. everybody can't be sure my homes. Exactly. Oh God. The, the, the choir boy himself with the white wife. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm proud of my white wife. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, now we're done shitting on the show. I'm just playing. It's a yeah. good show. Make sure y'all listen to it in the loop weekdays, ten to two, Sports Radio six. And it's a good show, man. Especially with this spicy uh, NFL season heating up. So make sure y'all stay tuned. Support the show. Uh, support the podcast as well, man. In fact, support the podcast first. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we, we trying to we, we trying to blow up as well. So appreciate y'all for listening. And yeah. oh, did I over talk the music? Did. Bad shit. Yeah. I didn't think the song was three that minutes short. and thirty seconds, bro. Wait, really? Well, <laughs> damn, my bad. Okay, we'll wrap it All up right. now. It's time. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Until next time. Peace. My house is small.